Podcast. I'm of course your host Dave Lee, and this is episode 48. Four dozen, 48. It's a bingo call for the week. It's terrible. It's shocking, isn't it? Some good ones and some shocking. Oh, ones. can't wait to get to 69 and see what that is. Oh my gosh. Does it even, how hard does it go? 90? Yeah, 90. Ah, well, there you go. Anyway, uh, the podcast, of course, goes out every single Monday. You can join us every Monday. It goes out on all the major podcasting platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Audible. The visual element is available on YouTube the same day, but if you're a patron supporter, you get two days early access to that, so you can get that on the Saturday. All you have to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee down under for as little as a dollar a month, and you'll get that. It's uh, cheap. It's very cheap. Cheap, cheap, cheap. A dollar a month? Jesus, even I can afford that. As little as a dollar a month, yeah. Uh, You get the access to the early podcast, early cartoon evolutions, all that kind of shite. Uh, You can, of course, find me on the regular YouTube. Oh, I should first say, podcast now on a second channel. Has been for ages. Still now. We should all know. Still is right now is there. If you're watching, hit subscribe, watch the whole video. Like it, all that shit. Gotta get the stats. Gotta up. get the numbers up. We uh, we need like I think we're on seven hundred subscribers. Maybe, maybe another three hundred odd. Three hundred and then another thousand hours watch time. So we're, ne- we're nearly there. <laughs> nearly there. Just rack it up, guys. And uh, don't leave it. Don't just leave it running in the background. No, don't not do let that. it do that. Not no, let no, it tell you to do it. Can't tell you to do it. Um, you can of course find me do on the, you can of course find me on the regular YouTube channel at Dave. But you can't tell him to do that. You do can it. find him. You can't can't tell him. You can find me on YouTube, the regular channel, Dave Lee Down Under, of course. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, and Letterboxd. Find me on all that kind of shit. There's links down the bottom of every podcast, whether you're watching the video, whether you're listening, whatever. If you're going to write in the show, you can shoot an email to DaveLeePod at gmail.com. If you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. Only good ones. Shit yeah. ones are shit. Yeah, the good ones help a lot. Yeah, they do. Uh, but the shit ones don't help. They just give us a complex. Yep. I could curl up in the corner and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a bit to get me to curl up in the corner, let me tell you. Yeah. Well, there we go. We beat the music today by 30 seconds. How good is that? Whizzing through. Doesn't often happen. We've got a big show today. Lots of shite to talk about. Ooh, we're going to crack into it then. We better crack right into it, huh? We've... Um, we keep updating people on the lockdown situation here in Melbourne. Oh, it just goes on and on. Well, we're told this week, we're told, what, Monday? It was like, oh, hey, we're going to have some details for you tomorrow, which may be Tuesday. They were like, oh, we'll have some details for you tomorrow. Um, we're going to announce, like, the, the easing of restrictions because we were supposed to open on, what, the 3rd? Uh, today? Uh, last, yeah, today we were supposed to have Friday, opened up Friday, last again. Friday. Sorry, last Friday. <laughs> yeah, last Friday. Today. Last, last Friday, that's right. As we record on a Friday. I had your injection go today. Oh, yeah. I hope it went, I hope it went really well. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> yeah, as you're listening to this, I'll be uh, fully jacked up with my first vax. 
I've got my second. I got my second. You got your second last week. Last week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> three days ago. Well, last week. You have to say last week and you last covered. Week. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am too. Yeah. yeah. Good. There you go. I've got a call with the doc. Well, I had a call from the doc on Friday. <laughs> In reality, I'm going to have to take a call from the doc halfway through this podcast. So you probably hear my phone go off at some point uh, because I'm going, going to talk to him about what vax I'm going to get. Because mm. when I initially booked it, I was only able to get the AstraZeneca. Yep. Which for the longest time they were saying, do not get it if you're under, what, 50 years old or whatever. And then under 60. Under under 50 initially. And then they were like, hey, everyone can get it. And then they said, don't get it. Two days after I got mine, they said, oh, if you're under 60, don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have liked it. So anyway, when I first booked it, it was the only one that was available to me. And then I was a bit sneaky. I was like, I'm going to book it a month ahead because who knows what's going to happen in this month period between yeah, I exactly. booked it. And just so happens like two weeks after I booked, they were like, hey, Pfizer's available to everyone. So now the Pfizer's available to me. I don't even have to change this. Apparently, I don't have to change my booking. I, I just get the offer of the two. Yeah, now when I went last week, there were two lines. Uh, so people were go. coming through and as, as they were checking you in, uh, they were asking which one are you getting. And they, uh, they said to me, they looked at me and they said, oh, you're getting the AstraZeneca. I said, uh, yeah, well, that's the first one I had, so I've got to get the second one. Ah, uh, righto. So I'll do that. I'll just jump in the Pfizer line. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I've got to talk to the doc. Speak like to the I doc, said, see what he says. See what he thinks. I'm sure he'll probably say Pfizer. Or he'll probably say whatever. He'll probably say whatever. Don't care. Just get it done. So anyway, I'll take that call, or I took that call last week. Um. Yeah, so yeah, looking forward to that. I went and saw him yesterday, last week. Last week, yeah. Yesterday, yeah. So anyway, we yeah, we were told like Monday, Tuesday, were like, yeah, we're going to announce some more easing of the restrictions and all it was was well actually we're not gonna open up out of lockdown until we've reached 70 percent vaccinated uh in the in the in the public oh first first facts well yeah first facts 70 percent but then even at 70 percent um they're saying restrictions aren't going to ease very much at all no open playgrounds <laughs> That's it. It's like literally let, they, let, let you have, have an extra hours exercise. Or yeah, work. and then five five k radius goes, goes to ten k. That's, that's it. That's it. So they reckon that we're still got to work at home. They, yeah, they reckon we'll still be in lockdown until probably like October, November. Well, November because they reckon November. that at, at once we reach eighty percent double double vaxxed. vaxxed um, eighty percent double vaxxed. We we can open up again. The citizens who are vaxxed, the world will open yeah. it back up to them. They have said so. If It'll you're not vaxxed, see what happens. It's interesting, yeah. So, um, so, so anyway, if you're not vaxxed in our in Australia, get out and get it done. Get it done, guys. It's the only way we're going to get our lives back. If you're anywhere in the world, go and get vaxxed. Oh, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I I would say just about everyone's eligible. Tr- Eligible for vax now. I think we're one of the last, at least one of the last countries that was like, that's finally started rolling on the vaccine. Oh, I think here, well, I don't I'm, know about yes, anywhere else in the world, but under 12, I don't think yeah, they do no, here. No, no. Nothing's been approved for under So, anyway, 12. if you're somewhere you can get the vax, go and fucking do it, guys. I'm not a mm. doctor, so I can't give you advice on what no. facts to get, but no. go, just go, just go and do it. Do what's right for you. Do the right thing for the people out there. Do the right thing for your country. Do the right thing for you. Yeah. You know, all these people that are having struggling and stuff. Yeah. It's only way we're going to be able to help out and yeah. get uh, get things back on track. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And it's done because they're going to be fully back on track for a well, long not time. for a long time, but they're talking about opening up international travel by December here as long oh, as like 80% are so. vaxxed and they're talking yeah. low-risk countries, which includes the UK somehow, <laughs> and the US. And 
Because they're getting, they're still getting what, 30 odd thousand a day or something? Oh, or? something like that. They don't really care. They just don't care. But it's yeah. like, oh, it's, so, it's different now. It's different over here now because everyone's vaxxed. No one's getting it. No mask mandate. No one's anything, getting it. No, no. only 30,000 people. Yeah. And well, they're saying, oh, no one's dying from it now. So well, why does it matter if I get it? <laughs> yeah, not as many. Yeah, but, you know, anyway, <laughs> beyond the point, we won't get into no, the political. Exactly. Political stuff, but anyway, no. we, we're still in lockdown for a, for a long while. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be fun. Going to be a fun few months. It'll be, inter- it'll be interesting to see what happens if you double vaccine and you come back to Australia, whether you've got a hotel mm. quarantine. I don't or think not. so. I think they were saying you won't have to. As long as well, that's that what they've been talking about, but there's not been much talk about mm. it lately. Interesting. And I think, um, I think New South Wales. I think they were talking about mm. doing that by November. Oh, well, there you go. The It'll worst. be home quarantine or some shit, probably. Yeah, exactly. Anyhow, um, as a result of all this, the post, the postal system is fucked. Still, oh my god, I've had parcels sitting in Sydney for like two weeks, just sitting there, just waiting, just waiting to go out. One finally moved from Queensland, yes, like two days ago, and then arrived pretty quickly after that. But that had been sitting there for like a week, at least a week and a half, just sitting there yep. doing nothing. But apparently just everything's just so clogged up and they're putting restrictions on postal pickup or parcel pickup or yeah. don't really know what that means. I don't know what that is. Whether that means they've restricted how many parcels they're sending around or whether that means there's restrictions on going into the post office and picking up a parcel. I don't know. But anyway, the postal system's completely rogered at the moment. Yep. And um, this parcel, I think I talked about it last week. Did I talk about it last week in the show? Had a parcel coming from um, from Derek, one of our uh, one of our followers out there. Great guy. He um, yeah, I'm sure I talked about this. Um, I got him to get me some of the Disney Movie Club things. Yeah, Paid him right. for him, of course. He sent them over. They landed in Sydney, and then like three days after, they left. Well, they left Sydney, and then like a week after that, we get another flag on the tracking, which says it's in Chicago. And then Ozpost is trying to give me some shit about, oh, yeah, it was actually never in Australia because there's no scans on our system. Oh, it must be the USPS used predictive tracking, which means that they just predict where the parcel should be. What a lot which of fucking, Which completely goes against the idea of tracking to begin with. So I've had Derek get onto USPS and they were like, yeah, that's not a thing. Predictive tracking, I don't yeah, know what exactly. you're talking about. And he's like, no, the parcel has definitely gone to Australia and it's come back and we can't tell you why it's come back. Uh, and then he got onto a second person a couple of days later and the guy was like, um, what did the guy tell him? Uh, I can't remember what the guy told him. He gave me a little bit more. He gave him a little bit more information where it sounded like it was back on the way. And then a few days later we get another tracking thing. It's like, whoops, it's in Sydney again. Yeah. It's just left Sydney again. So I don't know if it's on the way to Melbourne or it's on the way back to Chicago again. Who knows? <laughs> We'll Bloody keep a track. But by the sounds of it, the parcel isn't lost. It's just floating around out there. Fucking God knows what it's parcel doing. Parcel ping pong. <laughs> That's what it is. It'll sort itself out. It'll sort itself oh, out. It might it's be just... three months' time, but yeah, exactly hopefully right. it'll sort itself out. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Knock wood. All That's that. one you've had to pay for too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, it's never ones you don't pay for that go missing. It's only the ones you pay for. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, all the ones that, uh, that get sent into review and stuff, they're here like – Bang on time. Well, most of those are sent courier anyway. Well, one, you, so. you got a good one this morning, though. Oh, yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, because uh, JB Hi-Fi are doing free shipping over $100 orders at the moment, and they're doing like a big sale, which is 20% off, and then they've also got the buy two, get one free on, so you can stack them on top of each other. I placed an order yesterday, 
uh, yesterday morning, and it arrived less than twenty four hours later the next day. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, this well this morning. No, fr- on Friday. Like within 20 hours. Yeah. And I was talking to someone else, Blake. Oh, he yeah. placed an order as well and he said it came that same day. Really? Arrived that afternoon. Got somebody sitting around not got Gosh, much to do. Yeah. So that's crazy. But you can actually do a thing now which is called store to door, which you pay a little extra and someone from the shop, your local shop, really? will deliver it to your front door. Yeah. Oh, hell they awesome. say it's their way of keeping their employees. Busy and, and yeah. busy and doing oh. stuff, yeah. Oh, good so That's pretty good. But, yeah, but this um, Express, you get it. Free Express, 100 bucks. That was a courier this morning. It this wasn't, morning was a courier, yeah. yeah, it wasn't. It came from Toll or something like that. Mm. And just overnight, just arrived here from – it came from a store, yeah. but it wasn't the store-to-door. It was a courier. No, a store that's about 30, 35K yeah. away, something like that, 40K yeah. away. Because usually what JB will do is if there is a store – that has the stock of everything you've ordered, they'll send it from the store instead uh, of sending it from the warehouse. Yeah. Because I believe a lot of the time they just want to get rid of the surplus out of the stores. Mm. So there you go. And we discovered something the other day. Too. You discovered something the other day too. What's that? It gets, a bit worry- it gets a bit worrisome when the when your collection of Blu-rays have got more titles in oh, it than the JB yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because I was placing my order. I was like, I'll just check out what Blu-rays they have just in case there's anything I've missed over the years. And, yeah, they ha- JB's selling 2,800 and something Blu-ray titles currently in their system anyway. And we've got a few more than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've... Um, uh, let me look. I know we have almost 7,000 titles in the collection. Jesus. That's not all Blu-ray, though. No, no, no. Let me just double-check. Well, almost 6,500 titles. Blu-ray is 4,741 titles currently. Haven't scanned in this morning's ones yet, though. There's maybe another six or seven out there. Or well, six. It'd be about six. Um, no, eight. Eight titles, I think, are sitting out there to scan in. Um, but, yeah, we have almost double the amount of titles that are that JB are actually selling. <laughs> it's a bit, bit of a worry. <laughs> it's a little bit of a worry. Jeez. I did my tax returns recently and had to add up how much money I spend on sort of everything so I can file fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hide that one from Alicia. Don't yeah. worry about that. <laughs> Don't worry about this paperwork. She's not listening. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she will be. She doesn't listen. Doesn't she? That's good. No, she doesn't listen. <laughs> Jesus, I've fucking flipped. Like, jeez. Got to stop spending. <laughs> and now I've just jumped on the JB sale. Spent another couple hundred bucks yesterday. <laughs> Shit. That's nuts. Anyway, uh, we got one review coming for the podcast this week. Did we? Yeah. Good one? Or? I, th- I think so. Oh. They didn't leave a um, – because we implored everyone out there last week, please leave us reviews. We love it. Um, we've got one. It wasn't a text review. I said to everyone, just leave a review. doesn't matter if you write anything. Just give us like a star rating. And we got one new star rating review in. Uh, must have been a five because the rating didn't drop. <laughs> so thank or, you. Or it was a 4.9. Or a 4.9. <laughs> well, yeah, because it is on 4.9. Thank you to whoever you are who left a good review. Everyone else out there, please do the same. Follow the good. And leave your name so we can shout out. Yeah, leave a name. Leave a, leave a little nice little comment. And we'll read it out on the pod. Yeah. Get involved. Unless we get 300 flooding. Hey. That's unlikely. My, uh, my friend Radio Mike, who does yeah, the yeah, podcast, yeah. Um, uh, 20th Century Boy. Yep. And the Harry Potter, Harry Potter and the Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he has, he did a crowdfunding thing with his listeners to get a, um, a 1-800 number. 
So they raised like $300, $400, whatever it is, to reserve this 1-800 number, and it's 1-800-GET-FUCKED. Oh. Yeah. And he, uh, so he's, he's got this hotline for the podcast, and people just call in, leave like a, a, a voice message. And it might be like a few people that ring in every week, and he'll play them and whatever else. Uh, but this week he posted, I think he must have posted on Twitter, uh, sorry, not Twitter, on TikTok, uh, this video about, oh, explaining, oh, 1-800-GET-FUCKED. He's been getting a little bit of traction on, Twitter, on TikTok at the moment. And this tweet kind of went like semi-viral. It was like 20,000 views or something, yeah, 15,000, yeah. 20,000 views. And he, the hotline got flooded. Like, really? thousand, like a, a, over a thousand calls called in and it was just like people just like, hey, get, get fucked. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he says, you've ruined the hotline. We've ruined the hotline. He's like, I shouldn't have done this. You've ruined the hotline. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Quite funny. What can we get? I don't know. Jeez. (laughs) 1-800-GET-FUCKED. So if you want to go and call Radio Mike, call 1-800-GET-FUCKED. I don't know what the digits of that are, but 1-800-GET-FUCKED. And leave nothing. Tell tell Mike that Dave Lee Down Under sent you. (laughs) Do it, please. Just do it. I implore anyone out there in Australia, do it, please. Uh, Um. Oh, that's funny. That's that's about that's about all we've been Maybe up to. We should this do, week. It, do it now. <laughs> we should. Hey, I wonder what happens. Actually, let's do it. Let's give it a call. We got to connect this to the, to the dock first. Oh, yes. You're right. throwing a curly one to me. Oh, we do know. we do it on Bluetooth? I think it's the Bluetooth. Yes, oh, no, no, is, this, is it the phone? No, it is Bluetooth. Definitely. I think it's Bluetooth. Uh, Bluetooth Roadcaster Pro. Um, unconnect. iPhone can no longer connect. Oh, forget device and then pair it again. Oh, God. See, this is what I mean. You've got to be prepared for the uh, the old link up. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is, oh, we've got to turn the Bluetooth on. That helps. That'll help. Okay, here we go. Here Roadcast we go. Here Pro. We go. Uh, Mike does listen to the podcast. He's a patron. Does he? Oh, yeah. that's good. So he'll hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a few weeks behind, so I'll get a message in like a month being like, hey. I just heard it. Okay, so one eight hundred. Oh, yeah. Is that coming through? The, it is coming through. Yeah, can you hear it? Um, just, just say four. Radio mic, get fucked. Yeah, I will. <laughs> four three eight. Is it? Is it? It must be FKD. FK. No, maybe, D. maybe not. Well, let's try. Let's have a look. Let's see what happens. Hey, thanks for calling one eight hundred. Get fucked. You're not available to take your call at the moment, so either get fucked or leave a message after the beep. Hey, Radio Mike, it's uh, Dave Lee Down Under here from the Dave Lee Down Under podcast. And old man Rick, how's it going? Hey, we we just ringing you. We we I, I saw your your post about uh, how your your hotline got absolutely slammed <laughs> um, with people telling you get fucked, so we thought we'd get in on it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so ready, Mike? Get, get fucked. fucked. <laughs> See you later, mate. Have a good one. There we go. That was a bit of fun. So, yeah, it's 1-800-438-353. Uh, Go back oh, yeah, just go back. one eight hundred four three eight three five three one eight hundred. get fucked There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Radio Mike. Um, uh, well, that was a bit of fun. Hope he gets it. Nice and spontaneous here on the podcast, as always. Uh, I'll just unpair that, just in case my call from the dock decides to come through the board. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's about all we've been up to this week. Let's uh, talk about... Uh, let me make sure I've got my uh, sound effects 
queued up properly here um, for this segment, which is... What a picture. Good, good picture. Yeah, that is so much fun. What we've been watching. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, what we've been watching this week, huh? Who's that? Who's the voice on that? Is that a um, little bit at the end? Al Pacino. Oh, that's right. And... and um, um, so you have told me that before. Yeah, Al Pacino and DiCaprio. Because it sounds like uh, Mel Brooks. Yeah, you said that last time. Did I? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it again next time as well. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, so this week what we've been watching, hey, we, we've got a letterbox wrapped for you for the month of August. Um, 45 movies this month, which is the third best all year. All year. I just missed out on last month, which was 46. <sighs> One short. If I'd done just two, if I'd just squeezed two more movies in there, I would have overtaken last month. January is the, still the best of the year with 59 movies. Had a bit of downtime. Had a lot of time on my hands in January. Um, so that makes 348 movies so far this year. Mm. Yeah. Slowly catching up on 2020, which was 565. Yeah, you won't catch that. It's not going to happen now, I don't think. No. Unless I, I just binge a bunch of shit. <laughs> um, the, the actors haven't changed very much. Jean-Claude Van Damme still remains in the top spot. Alongside casting director Andrea Romano, who obviously did a bunch of bit parts in those DC movies I smashed through a little while back. Mm-hmm. Um, they still remain in the top spot with nine films each, but The Rock has moved into second spot with eight films. Ooh. Now, the eight films, now we watched a bunch of Fast and Furious movies. We, of course, watched Jungle Cruise, watched something else. And then last month we watched a movie that he did a little cameo in. I won't say the movie because I don't want to spoil it, but he, was, he did a little cameo in a movie we watched last week, which uh, technically bumped him up a spot mm. <laughs> to eight spot. And he has taken over from longtime rival Vin Diesel and uh, Paul Punching Walker. Punching on. Yeah, and Paul Walker. Both, both Vin Diesel and Paul Walker were at seven films. The Rock has moved up to eight. So we just got to squeeze in a couple more rock films, and he could he could beat. It's the rock. The rock's taken Vin Diesel out, and now he's eyeing off JCVD. Ooh. Oh, it's the fight of the century. Big time. Directors remain the same. We've got Jay Oliver with six, who's one of the DC film directors, uh, followed by Justin Lin, who's directed a bunch of the Fast and Furious movies, yep. and then Sam Liu on five, who directs a bunch of the DC movies. This right. is the problem when you watch a bunch of franchise stuff. Yeah, exactly. It just completely floods it. But Clint Eastwood has moved up to second spot, or third spot, um, alongside Ron Howard with four films. Mm. I actually watched The Gauntlet a couple of weeks back. Good film, that. That was a good film. And uh, now he's on four films. So we've got to squeeze in another couple with Clint. I know we're going to watch um, his new movie, um, Cry Macho that comes out later in the year. Mm. So we'll likely um, that will bump him up a spot. Might chuck in another few, and who knows? Clint yeah. might win the race. There you go. Make it happen. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> so there's some great Clint stuff. Yeah, I know. Well, we've still got uh, what month are we in now? September, October, November, December, four months left of the year. Mm. So there we go. Let's see how we go. And we but- just started spring here in Australia, too. Yeah, yeah. Glorious days in Melbourne. Yeah, the weather's changed first, instantly. First and second were beautiful mid twenty yeah. mid twenties, sun out, barely a breath of air. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous days. Yep, lovely. Instantly, it, instantly, like instantly. Well, first I'm in shorts of the month. and thongs today. Yeah, first of the month, bang. 
Yeah, it was great. It changed. I've gone from heat, full blast heater in my little room to Nothing. doors wide open. Heaters are off. Doors are yeah. open. It's great times. It's going to anyway. get shitty again the next few days. Though, Probably. Anyway. Anyway, move on. Yeah, moving along. We haven't got the time today. No. Um, what did we watch this week? Didn't watch much in the way catalog titles this week. I took a couple of days. I was I well today podcast, and yesterday I was recording for uh, Hamish. Uh, not Hamish. <laughs> Andy Lee's The Hundred again. So I did a few more episodes of that. Um, you can see me on the screen on most episodes. Look, <laughs> look, look, gotta look quick. Gotta look quick because glasses not on. There long. You miss it. <laughs> um, but I did get in the three Smokey and the Bandit movies early this week. I finally got a chance to get to my pile mm. because there's been like a week break between stuff coming in from distributors. Yeah. I've got heaps of shit on the way. Nothing's arrived yet. So if nothing arrives by the end of today, then I've got a whole weekend where I can just watch mm. my own stuff, which would be nice. So anyway, I cracked on with the Smoke in the Bandit films because Random Space Media sent me in the, th- the three-film collection a little while back. I've been watching uh, The Honeymooners. At the moment, oh, which is God. the classic series with Jackie Gleason, Jackie Gleason, yeah, um, and he was in Smoking the Bandit. Of course, he was the Smokey, uh, the the cop, yep, and uh, Lieutenant Justice or whatever his name is. And I thought, yeah, I thought, oh, I may as well watch these Smokey movies. They're sitting here. I'd seen the first one a long, must be a long time ago now. I didn't remember any of it, but I really liked the first one. And I was like, yeah, I'll go back to it. And then I watched two and three. Fucking hell, it just get worse. Yeah. Dreadful. One was great. Love, love one. Second was okay, but yeah, it was alright. Not as good. Nowhere near it. But the third one, pile of dog shit. Well, yeah. Well, um, Burt Reynolds wasn't in it. Neither was um, Sally Field. No. Apparently, it was originally called Smokey Is the Bandit, and they had Jackie Gleason in the role of both Justice and the Bandit. Because Jackie Gleason was known for doing all these characters and stuff, he had like awesome. his he had his like uh, been awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had because he used to do characters and stuff. He used to do like a variety sketch show kind of thing. The Honeymoon yeah, was a spin yeah, off yeah. of his sketch his show. Sketch show that's right. And then throughout his career, he kept doing that character on telly yep. in different little sketches. Anyway, so he was known for doing these characters. And so they're like, oh, let's make this like a Jackie Gleason vehicle where he plays both Smokey and the Bandit. Um, apparently they tested it with audiences and audiences hated it. <laughs> so they reshot it all with um, the second in lead, played by Jerry Jerry Reeve. Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed. Yeah. Um, he was the he was Bandit's mate in the first movie. The truck driver. Yeah, and the second one. Uh, but and then in the third one, he takes on the mantle of Bandit. He's dressed up in the full gear and he's like, I'm Bandit now, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Just as bad. It's been years since I've seen that. But, when, um, but whenever you see all the stunt sequences, they just used all the same stunt sequences that are already filmed. So you've got this huge guy, <laughs> obviously Jackie Gleason stunt double. So every time you see the Bandit, it's like this big guy. <laughs> Oh, it's dreadful. Uh, it's so it's bad. It's an awful movie. You notice in a lot of old films, they when they when they have a stunt driver, it looks yeah, absolutely nothing, nothing like them. Yeah, they didn't care then. No, no one paid God. attention. You went to see it at the cinema once and that was it. Yeah. There's no scrutiny like today where you're watching, <laughs> you hang on a minute, rewind that, yeah, pause it, zoom in. <laughs> that's not... That's not Jerry Reed. That's a big. That's a big guy. No one would have noticed in the day. Anyway, dreadful movie. But Smoking the Bandit One is great. You can get that box set from Random Space Media if you like. I recommend it. Mm. Like I'd recommend watching them all. They're fun. It's but good fun. Crap. Uh, newy, newer titles that we watched uh, this week. Cruella. You got to watch Cruella I for the first time. It. You liked it. I thought you would. Yeah, yeah I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. 
I didn't think I would because yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah, the fantasy stuff. Yeah. Um, but actually really quite enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, really good. She's great. She's, what's her name? Um, Emma Stone. It's fantastic. Yeah, she's, she's, really, she's really good in it. Yeah. And so was um, the other bird. What's her name? <laughs> um, Emma, Emma Thompson. It's Emma Thompson. That's the two right. Emmas, yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, no, I, I did enjoy it. Really enjoyed it. So that's the second I time. It was um, unlike what I was really expecting. Yeah. Nothing like what I was expecting. It's a bit different to the normal Disney sort of live action fairy tale yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, it's not a musical, so it's got that going, going oh, for thank it. Thank Christ for that. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I like, we all know how much I love yeah, musicals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going to love one we're going to talk about in a minute. Mm. Um, but yeah, anyway, I enjoyed it for the second time. I really liked it. It's a great, it's a great movie. They're doing a second one now. They've announced just I recently. Don't? I don't know if we mentioned the pod. Anyway, yeah, they're mm. doing a second one, oh, cool. which is probably... Just it's sure it's just 101 Dalmatians again. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. Uh, but yeah, enjoyed that one. Glad to hear you liked it. We yeah, followed did. that up with Freaky. This was the body swap horror comedy with uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh, um, and I the name of the of the woman in it escapes me. But he um, uh, he body swaps. It's like a horror spin on Freaky Friday, where they swap bodies, or kind of like that Rob Schneider film. Remember the hot chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where like the the mid thirties, forty year old guy swaps bodies with like a eighteen year old girl, sort of similar thing. Where Vince Vaughn, who's like a serial killer, swaps bodies with Catherine Newton, of course. Um, and um, she's like a younger girl, like an eighteen year old girl, and they swap bodies. What do you mm. think about this one? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it was pretty. That's all right. I liked it, but it was like it's very violent. Was a bit very violent. Was a bit, yeah. But it was almost comical violence. Well, yeah, it's a comedy. So, really? <laughs> yeah, it's a comedy. It's, from, it was okay. it's from Blumhouse, who do some of the best horror stuff at the moment. They did um, like um, uh, what we have seen from um, uh, the Invisible Man. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of other stuff which right. escapes me again. But yeah, mm. Jason Blum, he's a great. He does a lot of horror stuff. But this was like their like comedy horror thing. Mm. It was all right. It, it was Vaughn's right. fun. It was like a late night movie. Like eh, it's only like eighty minutes long. Don't know if I could say it's worth a watch, but hundred minutes. Um, if you like that kind of stuff, I think you'd like it. If you're like a slasher fan, horror fan, mm. but if you're not, maybe not. It's okay. It was alright. Um, oh, we, I don't know. I won't ever watch it again. No, I won't. I won't sure. either. Let's talk about some movie reviews, like some bigger stuff we watched this week. Yeah, I remember that. I won't bother with that one. I put a couple of other things in there, but we won't bother talking about them because they're average. Let's talk about movies that come out this week that we've seen. Sean Shee and the Legend of the Ten Woo-hoo! Rings. And it was... It was... Well, we don't know. don't know. We can get to see it. <laughs> no, <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Because we're in lockdown, we're not allowed to go out. You know, the saddest thing I saw all week, man, because they've delayed it in Victoria, where we are, Melbourne. Yep. And they've delayed it in New South Wales, Sydney. Yep. Everywhere else in the country who are out of lockdown, they get the movie. The movie's open. The saddest thing I saw all week is people posting pictures. Oh, premiere of Shang Chi, yeah! Oh, fucking hell! On the red carpet, getting all treated nice. I'm thinking, Told you, we're going to move to Queensland. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, we're not going to get Shang Chi for a long while. They have said they're going to delay it to the 16th in Victoria and New South, but given that we're still going to be in lockdown at that point, mm. that's probably not going to happen. And they weren't even doing screeners or anything, were they, for that? No. Global, the, the, um, the directive from Global Marvel was no screeners edit to anyone in the world. 
Mm, so I didn't get a screener, couldn't view it, couldn't review it. So I don't know when we're going to see it because um, lockdown uh, lockdown is going to go until, like we said, probably at least November. Probably November. Um, by that point, they, I think the movie is going to Disney Plus after 45 days. So I don't think – I think that's when we'll end up seeing it, about a probably. month and a half. More than likely. Disney Plus. And then you'll probably have to pay for it too. Yeah, they haven't said, but probably, but – Pay for it. I just want to see it. By that point, I would have had it spoiled for me on Twitter. I've blocked it. I've muted the word Sean Chi. I've muted the word Chi Sean. I've 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 blocked all the. I've blocked Legend of the Ten Rings. I've blocked all the actors. Just all just everything I could think of, so that it doesn't fucking pop up in my feed. But always something always slips through where someone just like posts a clip of the movie without typing anything. So obviously that kind of stuff will slip through. I'm yeah. just trying to be very vigilant at the moment. So I can't. Apparently, there's a lot of like big um, kind of like cameos and uh, just all this great stuff. Apparently, the post credit scene is terrific. Uh, so we're not going to get to see it for a little while. Oh, well. You know what? You can't do anything about no, it. So exactly whatever. Right. So we'll see wait. when we see it. Yeah, sadly won't get to see it in the cinema. Pro- probably won't get to see it in the cinema unless they do like a limited screening at the end of it. You have to watch it here in our theatre. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's decent consolation. Turn the volume up a little yeah. bit more and... It'll do the job. Um, okay, one that I watched this week. You didn't watch it. Cinderella. This is the new one for Amazon Prime Video. It's got Camila Cabello in it. It's mm. Pop star Camila Cabello. Um, it's got Idina Menzel, Elsa from Frozen. Is Billy that, Porter. Idina Menzel, is it? Adele Dazeem, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Mini Driver, Piers Brosnan and James Corden are all in it. Um, you, hate, you hate James Corden. I can't Corden, stand the guy. He's, 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 I can't stand him. Um, I don't mind him. He's, oh, he's just dreadful. Actually, check this out, hey. This is a video that went viral on the internet. Them try, uh, this film, I think, was James Corden's idea. And he pushed it into production. He produced it. All this shit. This is a this is a clip that kind of I don't know like, I wouldn't call it a leak, but you know how occasionally James Corden will do like this stunt where they do like a flash mob in the middle of a busy highway uh, yeah, in LA yeah. and just pisses in everyone the, off in the middle of an intersection. Yeah. so they've done one for Cinderella. They haven't actually aired the segment yet, but someone was filming this in their car. Let's take a look. Imagine imagine your what how you would feel if they, imagine you're going to work. You got a busy day. Fuck! I'm running a little bit late to work. I got to get to. I got to get to work, and then this fucking happens to you first thing in the morning. And for you, because you don't like the bloke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. Here we go. <laughs> Oh God. Fucking James Corden standing there in a mouse suit, fucking air humping. Piss off! Get out of here! Get to work. Why are you late? Fucking James Corden was in a mouse suit, fucking humping the air. And your boss would go, yeah, right. Yeah, get real. Yeah, I've know. got the video. Have a look. <laughs> fucking hell, man. I, that would piss me off. That would piss me off. If it was someone I liked, I don't know, maybe I'd be like, hey, that's cool. No, that's so annoying. Anyway, so Cinderella... That was not a good movie. No, it was not. It was it was not good. 
It doesn't even have a rating yet. No, because it's not released yet. But oh, it okay. has currently it has a 37% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. It was down as low as about 33% yesterday. It's crawled up a little bit as more people are filtering in slightly positive reviews. Yeah. It's 90% audience score. Oh, the movie hasn't the movie hasn't even opened, but the audience has given it 90%. Mm. All the Camila Cabello fans are out in full force, probably oh, like these. Okay. These younger ones who, every time a movie like this with the pop star in the lead, of course they're fans. I suppose if you like High School Musical or something like that, you probably like it. Well, it's like it's made by the person, uh, the director, Kay Cannon, writer director, who did um, Pitch Perfect. It's very similar to Pitch Perfect. It's what you would call a a jukebox musical, which is like modern music interspersed. Uh. There's like two new songs in there. Um, Most of it is just modern music. Shit, it's like Queen, Madonna, J Lo, um, Ed Sheeran, just like a mix of everything kind of thrown in there. Oh. Uh, the White Stripes, random. Anyway, so yeah, all the Camilla, Camilla fans have come out and they're all like, "This is the best." And I've been all right. I've been spared on my comments so far. There's been a few crazies in there, um, as happens when you give like a negative negative review to something. With, oh yeah, you like Camilla Cabello. When I review, I reviewed Star Girl for Disney Plus. Uh, the lead girl, uh, Grace Vanderville, had has a huge following and uh, had all the crazies come out, like Taylor Swift, all that kind of stuff. you get got, like, these fan bases who rightly come out and defend the, the person they love, but yeah, they exactly. get, like, a little bit heated over it. It's like the Star Wars fandom, but for pop stars. Yeah, right. Um, so, anyway, I've been spared, but other people I know are just getting absolutely flooded. So, anyway, they've obviously gone on to Rotten Tomatoes and just, like, flooded it with good reviews. It may have, it may have had a small... Theatrical showing, maybe. Um, so maybe they are people who have watched the movie. I can't say, but... <laughs> I'm glad I didn't see it. Um, hey, you want to see a little clip of it? I'll give you an, oh, I'll give you an idea of what this movie's nah, like. That's right for me. I'll give you an idea. This is the official clip they released to promote the film. Right. This is the best thing they could find to promote the movie. Here we go. Future Queen, yeah! What's that, Prince? You'd like to dance? Uh-uh-uh, get in line, Your Highness. Hold on. <gasps> wow, they're beautiful. They're glass. Anyway, you can make them more comfortable. No. But your magic. Women's shoes are as they are. Even magic has its limits. <laughs> Bad, ter- like she is not an actor. I can't, oh I can't, God. I can't be too mean on her because she's not an actor. Right. She's a singer. It's the same deal with like people going. LeBron James sucked in Space Jam. He's a he's a sportsman. He's not an actor. Yeah, but there's a difference between being a sportsman and being a singer. A most, performer. Most most singers are yeah they're performers and they can act and they part mm. as part of their bloody. I can't be too mean on her because she's not. This is the first thing she's had, but the. The, the main vibe I get from this movie is let's make something that is a star vehicle for Camilla and try and make her a fucking star. It's not working. Well, not for us it hasn't, but no. it will. It'll, <laughs> It'll work, work, for, for, it. It'll work the, for her. Her fans will love it. I'm exactly sure there are people right. out there who love it. I gave this, and again, I've said this many times, that I'm very generous with my reviews half the time and mm. my ratings. I gave it two and a half. Only because... Based on that, I would have given it a one. That's probably very close to probably what I should have given it. But production design is very good on the movie. There are some there are some decent things about it. 
But I also have to take into account there are people who are going to love this movie out there. Right. So I probably should have maybe at least bumped it to a two. Mm. Uh, but, yeah. No, it's it just looks like tripe to me. Awful. Absolutely. It's a really bad movie. It's really bad. So anyway, if you're a Camila Cabello fan, I'm sure you'll love it if you love Pitch Perfect or that kind of stuff. And we're not, we're not a huge like musical fan. Particularly like, that sort of musical. Well, that kind of music, okay. like the Broadway. Hang on. I've got another clip. I'll probably get copyright slam for this, but I'm just going to play small. This will give you an idea of the music that's come out of this, okay? Camila Cabello, she no, you don't have to. is... You don't have to. Camila Cabello is not a bad singer. She's not a bad... Like, her, some of her music's okay. Um, I think I bought her first album. I didn't like it. I liked a couple of her tracks that they released as, like, singles, and you buy the album, you're like, yeah, that one's not very Shit, good. Yeah. Um, but she's quite clearly singing out of her range here. She wrote this song. This is one of the only songs that's in the movie, right. and singing well out of her range, and they've used auto-cue. Oh. Um, not auto-cue, auto-tune. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. When I feel my fear staring at me, I tell it, just wait and see. I know who I'm going to be. I know who I'm going to be. The world's half Okay, enough. Enough. <laughs> enough. That gives you an idea of the music. Enough. So it's that kind of theatrical kind of oh. over-the-top music that's not good. Anyway, I can't be too mean on her or whatever. I'm sure this thing works for its audience. It's just The 10 to 13-year-old girls will love it. I, yeah, exactly. I'm sure they will. The, the, the core demographic of uh, Camila Cabello. Look, I watched this because I like the Disney stuff, the... Disney Cinderella that was made only six years ago, 2015, with Lily James, is my favourite of the live-action remakes. It's an incredible film. Kenneth Branagh was behind the wheel of that, Mm. so you know what you're going to get. It wasn't really a musical, a couple of songs. Uh, Lily James is incredible, Uh, but this is quite clearly just a rip-off of that. (sighs) Like, so much of it just lent from the Disney Disney film. And Anyway, I've had my say on the movie. There is a review out there. You can go and check it out. I'm probably a little less scathing than I am here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, this was not a great movie. Not very good. Let's talk about something we did enjoy, though. Um, Vacation Friends. We watched this last week. This yeah. just dropped on Disney+, Plus, yeah. or if you're over in the States, the Hulu film. It's come to Disney Plus Star here. Um, this is um, a made-for streaming film starring John Cena, Lil Rel uh, Howery, Meredith Hagner and Yvonne Orji. Um, and it is a comedy, sort of like a hangover style. Yeah. Um, Almost like a buddy comedy. Buddy comedy, sort of like adult, uh, more adult kind of. I think it's an R rate. I think it got an R rating. It's from 20th Century Studios um, or 20th Century Pictures, whatever they call themselves now. Um, and I thought it was quite good. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Yeah, it was all right. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was enjoyable. It's it was not a great I thought, film, I thought but it was going to be dreadful. I thought, oh, yeah, it's much better than I thought it was going to be. Well, Disney gave me a screener for it, and the um, uh, what do you call it? The um, the embargo didn't lift until the the moment that it dropped on Disney Plus, which is always a bad sign <laughs> when they push the screener as far as they can. And I yeah. think they were probably a bit worried about this. Uh, most people that I spoken to about the movie or seen write about it. Going into it, we're like, yeah, this is going to be dreadful. It was actually pretty good. 
It's not for the, for what not it the best. For what it was meant to yeah. be, it was pretty good. Not the best movie. John Cena's quite. a shit actor. But, oh, yeah, of course. But he's but a wrestler. He's, he's not fun. an actor. He's well, fun. I suppose wrestlers yeah, are. Yeah. 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 Oh, shouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> he's slammed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he is. He's fun, though. I like I like him in stuff. Yeah, so do I. Um, Lil Ralph Howery is becoming one of my favourites very, really, very quickly. I really enjoy him. Yeah, really he's, enjoy he's him. randomly appeared in a whole bunch of stuff we watched recently, and I'm really starting to enjoy him. Yeah. Um, and the two ladies that were in it as well. Um. Uh, again, Meredith Hagner, Yvonne Orji, they're both terrific. Mm. Uh, just a really good, just a fun, stupid Friday night film. And check out the scores on this one. This one has um, a 6.3 on IMDb, which is pretty oh, decent. Wow. Yeah. And it has a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. Shit. Is that the critics? Or a- <laughs> uh, that's the critic score. Yeah, actually, really? I didn't look at the, um, let me have a look. I thought, was, school. I thought I'm going to look at this, so it's going to be dreadful. But no, it's actually... Um, Vacation Friends. It's actually been well-received, relatively well-received. Critics gave it 60% and audiences gave it a 49. 49. Rotten, which That's is, a bit odd. Which is odd that critics favoured this. Yeah, exactly. Over audiences. It's normally the other way around. Yeah, especially for some stupid comedy like oh, this. Oh, exactly, exactly right. Um, but, yeah, I had fun with it. Yeah. Oh, we, didn't re- we didn't watch the uh, screener. I just didn't have time to watch it and do a review. It's not mm. something that would have got traction mm. anyway. Um, so we just watched it after it dropped on Disney+. Plus. Last Friday night, and or yeah. the Friday before last Friday the, night. The um, what's her name? The is Meredith. Meredith Hagner, yeah. She, I had to while we were watching. I had to get onto mm. um, onto IMDb to get yeah. her name and see what her lineage is. Yeah, because because she looks like um, uh, what's her name? Um, Kate. Oh yeah, Kate uh, Bos. No, not no, Kate no, no, no. If I, can, I know who you mean. Goldie Horn's daughter. Goldie Horn's daughter, yeah. Oh, you're going to take I'm going to take call. a phone call. I'll be back in a second. Yeah, cool. Take a break. <laughs> <laughs> While he's doing that, we'll just continue on, though, we won't. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm back. I'm back. How was that? That's good. That's good. I'm uh, nice and uh, worry-free now about the vaccine. <laughs> But yeah, uh, either, either or, he sort of uh, told me, uh, don't take this as medical advice because it depends on the individual person. No, but exactly right. I've been given the go ahead to, I'll probably be fine with whatever with vaccine either. I'm given. Yeah, good. Pros and cons are both, but just keep your eyes and um, mm. for any complications afterwards. But they're able to jump on it pretty quickly. Yep, good. If you get in there soon, anyway. Good, good, good. Anyway, just get faxed. Yes, exactly right. Got to do it. All right, so sorry about that, the technical difficulties. There's probably a greater risk of not being vaxxed than there well, is being vaxxed. saying anyway, yes. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, sorry for the technical, dif- technical difficulties, but this just shows you that this is raw and I couldn't be fucked editing it very much. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So there you go. Okay, so we're talking about vacation, friends. You were talking, talking about you had to look up Meredith Hagner's lineage because yeah. you thought she looked like Goldie Horn. Yeah, Goldie Horn. Kate Bosworth. Uh, fucking Kate, Bosworth. Kate Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. I can never remember her name, Kate Hudson, for some yeah, no. reason. I get her confused with Kate Bosworth. I don't know if I know Kate Bosworth. You'd know her by face. They, they, look, they look quite similar, actually, and they were both sort of uh, around the same time doing movies. She was in uh, Superman Returns. She played Lois Lane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So anyway, anything else to add to that train of thought, or was no, that it? That was it. All right, that was it really. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I it think I sort of lost lost where I was. But it turns okay. out that no, they're not related. No. Okay. So she does look like her, though. Does look like her. Mm. Okay. So vacation friends has get the okay from us. And now uh, let's move along to what we've been watching on TV, which the latest episode of Marvel's What If. This one was, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Just didn't do it for me. You didn't like it, one? No. I'm not a huge Doctor Strange fan anyway, and that just missed the mark for me. Yeah, I thought... I just found it really quite boring and dull. I thought it was a bit boring as well. So many people Mm. loving it. They thought it was great, yeah. No, just, I don't know, I found myself getting a little bit just, like, uninterested. I think maybe it's the same. I'm not huge. Yeah. Um, I love the character, Doctor Strange. I think yep. Benedict Cumberbatch is great. But uh, the Doctor Strange movie, I'm not huge on. Maybe that's maybe that's part of it. I and did he, did he voice the... Yeah. He did. He did the voice. You had uh, Benedict Wong in there as Wong. Oh, uh, cool. Tilda Swinton was there. And Rachel McAdams, yeah. Mm. They were all there. Oh, cool. So there you go. But no, um, I didn't, didn't do it for me. It opens up some pretty cool possibilities for the multiverse. It opened up the idea that you can't quite change fate. No matter mm. how many times you try and go back yep. and do the same thing or prevent yep. something from happening, it can't. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I think that's opened up some interesting ideas for the future of Yeah. Marvel. I suppose that aspect of it was okay. Yeah, but, but, the, just, but most of it was pretty But I got a bit. Dull. Yeah. 15, 20 minutes in it. I was yeah, not off I was just bored shitless. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of people are loving that one. But uh, there yeah, you go. Didn't quite, work, didn't quite work for us. Episode three is still my favourite so far. The oh, Avengers one where three? all the Avengers were getting knocked off. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. It was quite good. Yeah. So here we go. Ted Lasso. We watched the latest episode. Still brilliant. Jesus, great show. So that's probably we don't get f- enough of it. No, I think it's my favourite show right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. One of my favourites. Yeah. Com- comedic shows of all time, instantly. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said last week, I keep seeing these people on Twitter, like almost every week, someone new is discovering it, and they're like, oh, my God, how was <laughs> I so late to this? You know, it's yeah. one of these things, like Game of Thrones, how we just put off for so long because, like, I'm sick of hearing about this thing. I'm sure it's great. Everyone loves it. I just I can't be bothered. And you see people who are like, oh, yeah, I've put off so long, and then, oh, my God, this mm. is actually better than people are saying. Yeah, exactly. There's been a bit of controversy, yeah. Controversy to come out of this at the moment. What's that? Um, been a little bit of discourse around the character of Roy Kent. Oh, Roy Kent's my favourite character. Yeah. Um, I always thought that if if that was real life, I'd be Roy Kent. He's terrific. Because the way I used to speak to yeah. my, my boss, bosses and shit. Well, actually, I had a couple of people say, oh, yeah, he's just like you, Dave. Oh, so okay. Apple doesn't yep. fall far from the tree. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's this big discourse online uh, conspiracy theorists, a bit of a conspiracy going around that Roy Kent yeah. is a CGI character. I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. If you look at the pic, I've got a couple of pictures there. People are dead convinced that Roy Kent is CGI. Nah, there's no way. They are fucking convinced. Look at this, right? We've got uh, some just examples from the internet. Roy is a CGI character, right? I can't unsee it. I'm positive Apple is going to unveil something at some point that they were trying to trick us with his CGI. Yes, dude, I've been convinced of this as well and keep Googling it but haven't found any confirmation. He looks like the Tintin characters from the latest remake. (laughs) (laughs) The guy says, I bet it's one of Apple's conditions for making the show. They've got to try out their new CGI tech. And at the Emmys, they're going to put him up for Best Actor and make him a surprise announcement uh, that he was CGI. 
Someone else says, I just started watching the pilot and I'm up to the scene where Roy is called into Ted's office. Am I crazy or does he look like a complete CGI character? <laughs> Someone else says he is 100% CGI. Heaps of people, he's CGI. Uh, thank God this threat exists. It's the biggest question I've had since the show started. What the fuck is going on? He must be CGI. Um, heaps of people been weighing in on this. Uh, thank God for this thread. My husband doesn't see it. I felt like I was going crazy. Every episode consists of me analysing Roy and I can't pay attention to anything else. I'm going to sit down and watch some this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His slow eye movements, blinks and odd body movements have to be CGI. How are we the only ones seeing this? I can see it. I mean, you look at the way he walks and yeah, yeah, very stiff, and, and the way he turns and all this sort of stuff. Like he doesn't, his arms don't swing very much. When very he walks soft and, skin. And if you look at the way he's yeah. lit, too, his skin kind of glows a little and bit, he, and he doesn't yeah. have much expression in his face. It's just this stern yeah. look the whole time. Yeah. Well, uh, the actor Brett Goldstein yep. uh, has finally addressed the rumors. After, <laughs> has he? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. After about a week of people speculating online whether um, whether Roy Kent. Is a CGI character. Uh, let's have a look at what uh, what Brett Goldstein, who by the way wrote, yeah, wrote last week's episode. Oh, did he? Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah, too. very good one. So there you go. Okay, so this is uh, Brett Goldstein addressing the Roy Kent CGI CGI characters controversy. There's <laughs> a fucking load of mad shit happening on the internet today, as usual. Um, I just want to clear up something once and for all. I am a completely real, normal human man who just happens to live in a VFX house and does normal human basic things like rendering and buffering and transferring data. That's what everyone's fucking problem is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck me. So, oh, that's gold. That's so, fucking gold. So, oh, fuck me. <laughs> oh, I'm in tears so, now. So for those listening, oh, oh. Sorry, for those who aren't watching, watch it. <laughs> oh, fuck me. So, um, oh, that's the greatest. <laughs> for those oh. listening, uh, Brett Goldstein's taken to Twitter, Instagram, uh, he's used one of those like iPhone like CGI oh. in those filters that can turn you into like a little avatar emoji man, <laughs> and he's delivered that little speech. So if you want to check that out, you know, to his Twitter, his Instagram, and oh, that's, <laughs> go- that's gold. <laughs> that is a ripper. It's the funniest thing I've seen in ages. Very good. Very Fucking good. hilarious. So there you have it. He's just an oh. old human man who does basic human things like oh, my head's in pain now. rendering. <laughs> Oh, you know when you laugh so hard, the fucking back of your ears hurt. Oh, yeah. my God. Shit, he broke you. Oh. Didn't think it was possible. That was fucking... He broke you. That was gold. <laughs> fucking gold. There you go. So, uh, Ted Lasso, great show. CJ character oh. or not, you, may, you make up your mind. Uh, <laughs> it will rage I can on. see it. I can see it, I can see you, it. You can see I, it. I get what people are talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, oh. Right from the man himself, not a CGI character. <laughs> there you go. You right there? I just had to take my headphones off for a minute because my head's hurting. Okay, oh. okay, I think I've composed myself. Composed, right. Oh. All right, let's talk about Until the... Until I watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the next thing we checked out. Yeah, you right? Yeah. Okay. Only murders in the building. 
This is the new um, Hulu show, which has yep. come to Disney Plus mm-hmm. Star here in Australia and the UK and whoever else has Disney Plus Star, basically everyone except for America. Uh, this has got Steve Martin, Martin Short, two of my absolute favourites, Steve Martin, one of my comedic idols, and Martin Short is someone who I don't think I'd hold up to the same standard as I do Steve Martin, but I always, oh, love, no, I always love his work. He's always fun when he plays his little bit parts. And, of course, Selena Gomez is in this one as well. We checked out last night. This is essentially like a murder mystery comedy show. Mm. They're obsessed with murder podcasts, and this murder happens in their building, and they want to get to the bottom of it, so they decide to start their own murder mystery podcast, podcast yeah, and investigate the murder. First three episodes have dropped on Disney Plus Star and on Hulu. Uh, there's going to be a 10 all up, one a week from here on out. Awesome. What did you think? I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. We smashed out, what, three episodes? We last watched night? all three, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, the funny thing was, we were watching it, and I remember turning to you and saying, Selena's voice doesn't fit the hair. Yeah, I was actually thinking that too. Yeah, her voice, it's one of those people that just has a voice that doesn't just, quite just doesn't suit, her. suit them. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's yeah, just a bizarre thing, things, to, yeah. bizarre thing to watch. And every time I see Steve Martin, I think of my older brother. Oh, me too. There's so many things that he does, and you think, yeah. fuck, that's. That's, that's Steve. Uncle Steve. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. But he obviously was very, very, very much loved Steve Martin. So oh, yeah, he did. You can yeah. see he probably. When we were growing up, yeah. he, I think he must have thought he was the jerk or, <laughs> probably, or one of his other characters. Probably built his personality around Steve yeah, Martin pretty in a way. Yeah, pretty much. As happens, yeah. He used to love, you know, he used to love having people laugh around him and stuff. Yeah. And, and he, you know, act the fool like Steve Martin would. And, you know, yeah. it's a shame he can't play a banjo like Steve yeah. Martin. So. Yeah. So there you go. Great. I'm really enjoying it. Steve Martin created it. I don't know if he wrote any of it. Uh, yeah, he was. I think he was one of the writers. Is he creators. one of the writers? I know he's a creator on it. Let's um, I'll quickly look. But I love Steve Martin. If you're a regular follower of my stuff, you know, I am just. His, his, his comedic style is pretty dated now. Oh, very much so but, now. Um, but he's still enjoyable to watch. Oh, yeah, I love him. I love so many of his movies I grew up with. Roxanne, Jerk, Bowfinger's my favourites. Yeah, um, Father of the Bride. Yeah. So good. Bowfinger. Um, <laughs> Bowfinger. I fucking love Bowfinger. Underrated gem. Yep. Underrated gem. He's, he's credited as a creator on Only Murders in the Building. So he probably came up with the concept. and. Uh, I thought I read last night he was a... On well, the he's, credit, he was a he's credited under writing, but oh, yeah. created by. Right. So there you go. He's probably come up with the concept. There's mm. a whole, there's a whole team of writers on the show. But yeah, really good. Yeah, it's, it's like enjoyable. it's like a a classic because he's done a lot of shit in more recent years. Um, but it just feels like a classic kind of Steve Martin thing. Yeah, when I, when I, when before it started, I thought to myself, "Is he going to play? Is yeah. he going to play Inspector Clouseau I was again?" Say, or Pink Panther, yeah. But, but no, it's nothing like that at all. No, really good. No, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I've read a couple of his books and his writing is just so good. And the IMDb rating's about right too, yeah. I reckon. It's an 8.6. 8.6. Check this out. Rotten Tomatoes, 100% critics. Really? Yeah, and 99% audience. Jesus. So there's no, not even a divide. It's still early days, but there's no like major divide there yet. Wow. So that's, that's pretty really rare. rare. That's rare. Very rare. Really rare. There you go. Shit. Check no, it out. Yeah, Check for it out. me, it'll be a four, four and a half. I'm very impressed with Selena Gomez too. I yeah, don't yeah. think I've ever seen her. I don't, I can't, can't think of anything I may have seen her in unless maybe, was she in that weird, really weird one with James Franco? Um, 
Spring Breakers? Was that Selena Gomez? Everything, everything James Breakers does is weird. <laughs> yeah, she was in that. I remember her being really quite good in that, but I think that's probably the only other thing I Which may have... Spring Breakers? Really weird. Oh, were they the... Murder somebody? Four, or? four college girls hold up a restaurant in yeah, order to fund right. their spring break vacation. While partying, drinking, and taking drugs, they are arrested only to be bailed out by a drug dealer and an arms yeah, dealer. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, all I remember is James Franco. He plays like this really seedy guy. Mm. Um, he's lying on the bed and he's like, look at all my shit. <laughs> look at all my shit. That's all I remember. But, yeah, I think that's the only other thing I've seen her in, but I'm so impressed. And for her to hold her own against... These like titans oh, of comedy. Yeah, yeah. Like that's fucking hard. Yeah, to she's do. good. She's, she's good. amazing. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a fan. But yeah, check out Only Murders in the Building. Mm. Really good. I'm mm. really enjoying it. I've got the first eight episodes. Disney giving me the screeners, but I don't because I know we will binge all eight in like two nights, and then we're going to be waiting a month and a half and for the, the last two. And the quality's not going to be as good. No, no. Well, the quality's okay, but it's going to have that big watermark. watermark. So I think we might just do it week by week. With yeah, everyone maybe. else, yeah, I, I feel so. like it might be one of those shows that's like, oh, what's going to happen next? And you wait a week. So. Maybe you have to do a Only Murders in the Building update every week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we'll just talk about it here. We'll just talk about it here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, with that said, it is time for this week's. <laughs> Madman update. Smoking bongs on no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we have this running thing now where uh, it sounds like he's lighting a bong in the sound effect, but it's not. <laughs> I can guarantee you it is. And who told you that? Fucking Wanko Jacko. World's worst manager. World's worst manager. Bullshit. It's not a bong. It is pouring a glass of water and someone lighting a cigarette at the same time. It just so happens to potentially <laughs> Sounds like sound. a bit of a water pipe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, can t- I have the individual sound files. I can prove it maybe <laughs> next week. Um, so, yeah, we, how many have we watched this week? Two or three? Three. Three, yeah. Watched uh, one Monday, one Wednesday, one Thursday. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You did too. Um, yeah. Halfway through season two, just about. Mm. We're halfway through the second disc, which yep. would put us about halfway through the season. And we sort of realised, I sort of realised uh, during this one on Wednesday night, mm. or maybe last night, that you're not really supposed to like Don Draper. Yeah, well, that's something we were talking about early on, wasn't it? We were sort of mm. saying it's a character you don't really like, but they kind of. Um, but you do like. Yeah, but we, we, yeah, but we were saying it's a character you're not supposed to like, but you felt like they were kind of glorifying him. Yeah, Whereas that's right. Whereas now you're going into season two, they're starting to lift Show that his flaws cover and, and be like, hang on, you maybe you're not actually supposed yeah. to like him. Pull the cloak off. Yeah. He's getting a little bit more abusive. Yep. He's getting, he's whoring himself around a lot more. <laughs> um, just a little. And just getting just very much more controlling and mm. a real dick. Yeah. Uh, but the one we watched, was it last night's one or the one before? You kind of see that maybe he's starting the to... Thursday night one. Oh, yeah, the Thursday night <laughs> one. Uh, that he's maybe realised that he's been a bit of a dick. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but where that'll go, who knows? Because we've still got uh, five and a half seasons to go. Yeah. There's probably going to be a season there that's going to be shit. Yeah, like all these like shows. Most seasons, some like most do. Yeah. Probably around season four or something yeah, normally. Yeah, around the, the time. Four or five. It? Yeah. Uh, but no, still enjoying it though. Yeah, still really enjoying still, it. Well, I don't know whether I've watched this far into it. 
don't know. I can't remember. Well, I know the DVD box set you had, I think, was seasons one to three. Right. And I think maybe you watched all of it, and then part of the reason why you stopped watching is you didn't have any more seasons. Or maybe mm. it was just one and two. Maybe it was just a season one and two Not box sure. set. sure. Because it was still on at that time. Because I can't, I can't remember the Thursday night episode. Mm. I remember none of it. I remember bits and pieces of season one, but... Well, the, the, the you know, because he bought the new car. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you would have oh, remembered that. What a car. <laughs> I'm going to love it. Great as a drop it on its belly, turn mm. into a low rider, uh, and just thump along. Oh, was that Coupe de Ville? Yeah. We watched a few things recently with Cadillac the Coupe de Ville in it, the mm. Corella. And yeah. then was there one in Smoking the Bandit? No, there was, some, there was something else we watched the other day where they had it and they pulled it out. Yeah, it was. Like, oh, yeah, I think it's yeah. Smoking the Bandit, I think. Might have been. Can't remember. There's definitely three things we've watched where they yeah. pulled the Coupe de Ville out. Yeah. What a machine. Yeah, there you oh. go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just another reason to love the show. It was my colour too, the blue. Yeah, you love the pale blue, yeah. don't you? The base sort of baby yeah. blue. Sky blue very is the good, colour. Yeah. Very so, nice. Yeah, still enjoying it. Yeah. It's uh, very good. It's very funny. It's very and, he's, and his wife's just starting to get a few clues about his yeah, infidelities, yeah, 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 I think. Yeah. She'll twig soon, I reckon. Yeah. Why does he spend so many nights mm. away from home? Because yeah. he had a – the first season he had an apartment he stayed at, didn't he? Yeah, he that's in, right. Because yeah, he yeah. stayed in Manhattan. Yeah. And and lives in the Burbs. Yeah. And he, he would stay at his or was apartment. was that her apartment? Was that her apartment? Oh, I'm pretty sure early on he had his own apartment. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Because I'm pretty sure there was, like episode two or three, you saw him in his own apartment. Oh, maybe. Can't remember. Anyway. Mm. So, yeah, it's good. Still enjoying it. Hasn't reached Edward levels yet, thank God. And no. we'll keep watching it. Yeah. And that was this week's... Not a bong. Madman <laughs> update. All right, partner highlights this week. Uh, Random Space Media, we talk about them every week. Great guys. Yep. Spoken of my uh, contact there over at Random Space Media recently. Fucking great stuff coming soon. They're going to send me a whole box of stuff this week that I'm mm, going to cover nice. in a whole video. Resident Evil 6 movie 4K plus Blu-ray oh, collection. Wow. All of the movies. Uh, they sent me this, this the Blu-ray collection. We, didn't we buy all that? No, we bought Underworld. Oh, Underworld. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but he, uh, they sent me the Resident Evil Six movie Blu-ray collection recently. Right. Um, oh, it was like a like an eight movie or something. Had some animations in there as well. I'm not sure, but he's sending me the 4K Blu-ray collection now, uh, which looks great. Uh, there's a Jumanji 2 movie 4K plus 3D collection and the Spider-Man 2 movie collection, which includes um, Homecoming and Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Um, there are more 3D things coming. I shouldn't say what, but there's some more. They're really bulking up this line because they've been very, very popular. Mm. Um, and I can't say specifically, I don't know if I'm saying too much now, but they may potentially have partnered up with another studio. There may be another studio who's on board with some stuff. Um, I can't, oh, you're I can't pinpoint day. anything and I can't mm. sp- specify. Sounds exciting, though, if they have. Oh, very exciting. I wow. said to him, this, is, I, this is, makes me very excited for the yeah. possibilities. Um, but, yeah, so some very exciting stuff coming very, very soon from them. So go check them out at randomspacemedia.com. 
and you can go and buy some really great sort of um, semi-exclusive stuff that they have curated with the studios. Mm. A lot more of the, their stuff you're finding at JB now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, the Spider-Man box set, I know you can get there. But, yeah, head over to randomspacemedia.com, support them. Kicks.com.au. Uh, the Day 15 code still works. Uh, so if you want to go over there and use Day 15 for 15% off your order, you can use that. I am continuing to team up with them this time around for Fast 9. Fast and the Furious 9, which has just hit 4K and Blu-ray. They sent me across that 4K oh, yeah, set. Cool. Um, I'm going to have to do a little review on that, so I'll be posting that over the next few days. Good to look at that on the 4K too. Yeah, it will be. It's got a director's cut yeah. in there as well, as well oh. as the theatrical version. Don't know how much longer it is. Probably not much. It says two and a half hours is the running time of the director's cut, and I feel like the original version was two and a half hours. <laughs> If not, like figure, 2 hours 15, uh, maybe? Yeah, it was about 2... It was over 2 hours, probably yeah. 2.15. 2.20, maybe. Yeah. So it's maybe a little bit longer. But anyway, I will review that. Special features and stuff on that. I'm excited to check that out because I, really li- I really liked it. I really liked it. Uh, a lot of people absolutely fucking slammed it. Yeah, it's like people like me who got into it because because of the, the car culture. Shit, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But now it's more about bloody... Explosions Shooting them shit. up. Which I don't mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I've seen it twice now. So we got the screener and then we watched it. I watched it in the cinema. So anyway, kicks.com.au, you can go and pick up Fast and Furious 9 on 4K Blu-ray collection. You get the Blu-ray, you can get whatever you want. Um, or you can buy anything else in the store because it's store wide. 15% off. Or awesome. use Dave 15. And that's um, not an affiliate code. Not an affiliate code. I get nothing out of that. Nope. Um, but you can also head over. Well, no, you can't head over. Well, you can if you want. You can head over to viavision.com.au and pick up some of their titles. But uh, they've sent me across some stuff uh, that they want me to give away. I'm doing a, a giveaway competition for a bunch of fucking DVDs. Um, the Invaders, the complete collection, which is uh, this great sci-fi series that was on the late 1960s. I don't know if I remember that. Uh, it's quite good. I watched a little bit of it the other day. Uh, DVD, but it does have a Blu-ray in there of the pilot episode, which looks great. Um, the Alfred Hitchcock's pre- uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents Seasons 5 to 7 collection is there as well. And uh, also two uh, multi-movie collections, which is the Alan Ladd Collection Volume 3 and Maritime Movie Classics. A bunch of classic movies set on the high seas. we got, we got submarine ones here. <laughs> oh, I don't know, I hope not. <laughs> I hate su- submarine movies. Yeah, but uh, like a great selection of old movies. Now, um, the specific details of this I'm not too sure of just yet. I don't know whether I'm going to do two winners, like movies for one winner, TV shows for another winner, or just bundle them all up. Uh, but I will have this sorted out probably by the time this podcast goes live to everyone on Monday. So until then, though, you're still welcome to enter. Just uh, send me an email at davelypilotgmail.com uh, and tell me why you'd like to win the competition. And otherwise, I'll also post something on Instagram, which will give more uh, details on how to enter and mm-hmm. what the the whole stats and shit. Uh, and you can enter on there as well. And then I'll just sort and of... And that's open to who? Australians. Right. Australian listeners. Because okay. I've got to send it out myself. Right. It cost me 100 bucks to send that and out to America. Not, not great sending... Well, yeah, I'm not allowed to... <laughs> well, yeah, that too. I'm not allowed to send not out... Not allowed to send um, it overseas. Out of the country. Yeah. So um, so there you go. So you can enter the Value Vision competition, davelypottergmail.com, tell me why you want to win it, or head to the Instagram post, which should be up by now. Um, I'll have that up by the by Saturday for patrons. So cool. There you go. Um, next up, so thanks to Value Vision for sorting 
that one out for us. Good people over there. I love them. Send me so much good stuff. Mm. Uh, we'll get some great imprints coming in very soon. I'm very excited. But for now, it is time for everyone's favourite segment of the entire program, which is, of course... Shite. Or... All right, all right, all right. There we go. Shite, all right. This is the segment where we get people to send us in IMDb titles. And we've got to guess whether it is... Shite. Or... All right, all right, all right. Dependent solely on the synopsis. So we'll read each other three each. And um, we've got to guess whether the movie's... Shite. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) That's going to piss him off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it will piss off the world's worst manager. So anyway, basically, can't give away the title, can't give away the actors, the character names, any of that stuff, anything that would tell you what it is. Usually it's a really obscure movie. We We get people to send in just the most obscure, weird stuff they can think of. It could be a really great movie, could be a really bad one, something that's going to trip us up probably. Uh, we've got heaps of people who are sending some in. We got some more from Sam B this week, so thanks for sending those in, Sam. Uh, but if you'd like to send some in, davidleepod at gmail.com and send across your shider or rights or message me on... Uh, you can message me on Instagram... Or where, yeah, that's it. Or Instagram, but yeah, just send them over. Um, just you can tweet them to me, but I have my my DMs off on Twitter oh, unless okay. I follow you. So probably email is probably the best because it's just all collated in one place. Yep. But if you got to send me an Instagram, is probably the second second option. Yeah. Um, okay, so today we're going to do three each. Um, I you read you read first, so I guess first. Um, I only moved up one spot last week. You moved up three, so you got three correct last week. The gap has closed in your favour. Yeah, you got three apparently last week. The gap has closed from five to three. Woo-hoo! Oh, no, so you got two right last week. Woo-hoo! So the gap's closed. So you are now three behind. Yeah, it is 26 to three in my favour. Okay, so Jeff B., our um, resident... Uh, monkey, uh, monkey boy. Monkey boy, my little, my little worker monkey. He is the podcast's, uh, the Shite or Right, fucking what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the, the, the official Shite or Right. Uh, <laughs> scorekeeper. Scorekeeper. Fucking hell. Jesus. Fucking hell. Yeah. All right, the official Shite or Right Got to stop drinking, Dave. I know. <laughs> my uh, my little uh, my little worker monkey. He sent us in today. Hey, Dave and Rick, I had an idea for the, uh, this week for the listeners. A contest of sorts. Uh, we're already running one, so that's all right. Don't worry. Next. Uh, no, okay. Je- uh, Jeff, uh, <laughs> the great thing about this particular contest is that there are no losers. That's a bit shit. Yeah, you've got to have a winner and a loser. got to have a winner. Everyone has a chance to win. All you have to do is like, subscribe to, and comment on the Dave Lee Down Under podcast YouTube page. It's that easy. Shipping is free because there are no physical prizes. I can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Thanks, like Jeff. That. So do that, everyone. Enter this competition. <laughs> prizes include... Uh, the latest news on movies, television, animation, a sense of accomplishment, uh, honour, pride, bad jokes. What, yeah, I don't know what he's got plenty of them. Don't know what he's saying there. Yeah, yeah. from you, not me. Yeah, um, and jokes. and eternal gratitude from Dave, Rick, and myself, Jeff. Awesome. So he's trying to weasel himself in there as a. Um, he's already done that. as a third. Uh, <laughs> a third wheel. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, he's the monkey boy. He is. Uh, there is no time limit. Again, no losers. The faster you enter, the faster you win. Now get on it, or I'll hop on a tie. I'll hop on a tinny and row myself from shore to shore just to make sure. I may be a bludger occasionally, but you shouldn't be. Defo do it this arvo, and it'll be good on you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good crack That's at pretty it. good. Good crack at it. Let's have a good crack at it. Yeah. Uh, let's end on so a. So where's he from? 
Uh, he's in America. Yeah. He's over in Florida, I think. Yeah. Mm. Um, let's end on a limerick. Oh, here we go. There once was a man from Australia with a podcast that isn't a failure. Features Rick and Dave. It's all the rave. Now they're in full regalia. Oh, very nice. Thanks, Jeff. Oh, that was great. I love that. Was that great? From Monkey Man... Monkey Man out, Jeff B. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff, Go for on you, Jeff. sending this in once again. We do appreciate it. Um, so all the scores and stuff I read out, they were from uh, Jeff's score sheet. Score sheet. Okay, so let's start. You are going to read one to me. Read the first one for you? Yep. <clears throat> all righty. Let me just quickly bring it up. This one. The, there it is. This one's sent in by Sam, I believe. This one was... Yeah, I think it was okay. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just quickly check that. I'm pretty sure it was I'm Sam. I'm pretty sure. Okay. At the at the end of the century, mm-hmm. Satan visits New York in search of a bride. It's oh. up to an ex cop who now runs an elite security outfit to stop him. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> oh. oh. I'm trying to think. Go again. Go again. At the end, at the end of the century, Satan visits New York in search of a bride. It's up to an ex-cop who now runs an elite security outfit to stop him. Oh, I have no idea what this is. Sounded a little bit like Devil's Advocate at first. That's set in New York. As Al Pacino as the devil, Keanu Reeves, Charlize. Um, Ooh, Charlize. Also sounded a little bit like um, there's one with Mickey Rourke where Al Pacino plays the devil. Can't remember what it's called. Um, but that was quite good too. I don't think it's either of them. I don't know. It sounds okay, but it also sounds a bit shite. I'm going to say it's maybe like, it could be like a cult thing. I'm going to say it's all right, but like just, it could be like just like a 6.1 or something. I'm going to lock in all so right. In this all is right? a big risk. I'm locking in all right, yeah. Drum roll. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, knew it. Just shite. Oh. 5.8. Oh, that's what I mean. It's like just on the line there. Now, if I told you who was in it, yeah, you might get it. Okay. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Right. Gabriel Byrne. Robin, oh, yeah. Uh, Robin Tunney. Kevin Pollock. Oh. Oh. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't this, think I've seen this one. Have I seen yeah, it? Yeah, I think you have. Really? Yeah. End of Days. End of Days? Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched that end one. Da- oh, haven't you? I've, n- I've not watched ah, that one. Of okay. course it's End of Days. Yeah. yeah. I can picture the cover. I never watched. I never got around to watching it. So, yeah, 5.8 ah. from 99. One's yeah. just over two hours. There you go. End of Days. Yeah. Get on it. Sounds okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to read you one out. This one has been sent in from Tyson Turner. Thank you, Tyson, for sending this in. All right. Get it up. That's what she said. The, uh, I was going to say, the, the <laughs> listing on IMDb. Okay. Three Boy Scouts, one a great nephew of Butch Cassidy and their pretty girlfriend, hunt for the lost treasure of the legendary bank robber in 1950s Utah. A modern gang, a modern gang of uh, outlaws wants to grab the loot too and soon the intrepid heroes are fleeing for their lives on trains, rafts and automobiles. Oh shit! <laughs> it's Butch Cassidy. Well, it's the well, great nephew of about. yeah. Um, no, I'm going to say it's shit. You're going to say it's shit. I'm going to say it's shit. Shite. Yeah, shite. So I'm going to lock in shite. I'm going to lock in shite. Locking it in. It just sounds uh, shite. Yeah, it's shite. It's called 
Outlaw Trail, The Treasure of Butch Cassidy, made in 2006. Looks like it's probably a telly movie. Uh, 5.8 it's got. So it's just a shite as well. Same rating as um, End of Days. Um, it's got, ugh, I don't know anyone, Ariel Kebble. Brian Wimmer is, is Butch Cassidy. Michael Van Wagenen, Sundance Stop Kid. Me, I, no <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know any of these people. Uh, <laughs> Ariel, going any further. <laughs> Ariel Kebble, I feel like I know the name. Uh, no, ain't seen anything she's in. Nah. So there you no go. No idea. There you go. Okay, your next one comes yep. from, who was the next one from? Uh, the next one of I yours. Remember. I've got it Devish. written down. Devish, yeah. Devish. Devish. Uh, he's sent in about 4,000 of them, yeah, so, so get slowly working. <laughs> um, okay, this one is, after marrying a poor woman, a rich, man is, is disowned, a rich man is disowned by his father and moves to London to build a new life. Years later, his, his now grown-up little brother embarks on a mission to bring him back home, to bring him back home and reunite the family. Sorry, just had to yeah. take the names out of it. Right. After marrying a poor woman, mm. a rich man is disowned by his father and moves to London mm. to build a new life. Years later, his now grown-up little brother embarks on a mission to bring him back home to reunite the family. No idea. It sounds like it'll be a good little drama, though. I'm going to lock in all right. Lock in all right? Yep. Going to lock in all right. Yeah, I'm going to lock it in. I'm going to lock in. All right, I'm going to do it. All right, all right, all right. It's uh, it's got a seven point four. In fact, runs for three and a half hours. Jeez, from two thousand one, and it's called something. (laughs) Uh, Kabi Kushi Gum. Looks like looks it's like it must be an Indian uh, must be an Indian film I think. Yeah. By the look of it, um, I don't think it's got anybody in it that we'd know. Oh, oh no! I think oh, maybe that, that guy there, yeah, Shah Shah Rukhan. yeah, uh, Kajol, oh, and him too. He is like one of um, what's his name again? Amitabh Amitab Bakan. He is like the one of the biggest Indian actors. He was in um, The Great Gatsby. Oh, okay, yeah. Like a very small part. Yes, and oh, that doesn't go. sound too bad, that. Yeah. So, for origin, it must be from India. I think it's Indian, think. particularly with those actors anyway. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. There you go. There you go. Haven't seen any, really any Indian films, I don't think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. India. There you go. Hindi, Hindi and English. I'd be interested to say yeah. that, to be honest. Thanks for sending that one in, Jeff. Mm. Uh, Jeff. Uh, Devesh. Devesh, yeah. Appreciate that. Okay. One for you. This one comes in from Jeff B. Jeff. Yeah, right. So this one is from Monkey. Monkey Boy. Okay. Away on a short leave before an upcoming moon launch, a NASA astronaut disappears and is feared kidnapped when the security services learn about his friendship with a suspected foreign female spy. Do you want it again? Mm. Yeah, give me it again. Away on a short leave before an upcoming moon launch, a NASA astronaut disappears and is feared kidnapped when the security services learn about his friendship with a suspected foreign female spy. Doesn't sound too bad. Hmm. I sort of right up my alley, that. Yeah. Really? So I'm going to say it's... Uh, I'm going to say it's shite. 
You're going to say it's shite? Yeah. Yeah? Sure. Yeah, I'll say it's shite. Shut oh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, but it sounds okay. And yeah. I just thought, uh, no, nah, I reckon it's going to be shit. This is an old Disney film from the 1960s. Um, it stars Tom Tryon, Brian Keith, Edmund O'Brien, Danny Savale. Mm. Those, yeah, yeah. Um, it is called Moon Pilot. Mm, there you go, Moon Pilot. Um, to be honest. I'm not sure I've even heard of this one either, but this is one with a monkey. And uh, <laughs> uh, you've sent it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably they, take a monkey up into space with them. Yeah, they made a lot of movies with monkeys then. Mm. They loved the little monkeys as a little monk. A, uh, a, what would you call it? A, um, a sub genre <laughs> film. A little uh, monkey. monkey. Little chimp, chimp films. Chimp as a, fr- as a little pal. Yeah, they made a lot of them. So here you go, Moon Pilot. It's one I'm actually mm. going to hunt down. It's got a 5.5. It's only just bad. Yeah, only just So you won't have to check that out. Yeah. Same with that uh, Indian one. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thanks, Jeff. Okay. Now, this one comes to us from Max. Was it Max? What's a bet Jeff's going to just start sending in fucking monkey movies? Oh, good on him. <laughs> monkey movies. I love monkey movies. <laughs> Apart from Planet of the Apes. I mean, we're going to know that's... That's going to be too obvious. Yeah, too obvious. Don't bother with that, Jeff. Anyway, okay, next one up uh, for, uh, for next you. Next one is from Max Xavier or Max, I think. Max, yeah. Is that who it was from? Yep, that's correct. Okay, set in an set set in an era. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Set set in an era where superheroes are commonly known and accepted. Young young William, the son of the commander tries to find a balance between being a normal teenager and an extraordinary being. I think I know it. I could be wrong. Um, it's called Sky High. It's a Disney film called Sky High with Kurt Russell. Sounds like it could be, but maybe it's not. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to, assuming it's that, I'm going to say it's all right because I know it's got a big cult following. Apparently it's very good. It's actually one I've never watched, but apparently it's very, very good. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all and right. And you're correct. It's correct. Sky yeah, High. There you go. Yeah. I just had to sort of try and take yeah. names and shit out of it yeah, because yeah. I might have given it away. And I was hoping you weren't going to ask for a yeah, yeah. <laughs> ask for an assist because yeah, Kurt Russell, Kelly Preston yeah. was going to give it away Apparently to it's you. really good, but it's one that either not many people have seen or it's one I think might have got trashed when it first came out, but it's like one of those cult ones that yeah. picks up some traction. Yeah, I think you're is. right. I think, it, I think it's actually garbage, but yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen it. It's pretty trashy. Yeah. But I can see... It's not that old. Uh, it's 2005. Like, yeah. 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 Mm. Oh, well, 6.2. Yeah, I do have it, but I've just never watched uh, it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Fair enough. Thanks, Max. Um, okay, one last one from me. This one's from Gary. Gary Littleman. Littleman, yeah. Yes. Uh, I'll read this one out to you. Okay. After a raft accident in the jungle, three anthropology students and their guides attempt to escape from a primitive cannibal tribe that has hunted them down. (laughs) (laughs) Go again. After a raft accident in the jungle, three anthropology students and their guides attempt to escape from a primitive cannibal tribe that has hunted them down. Oh, it just sounds like shit right off the bat. Yeah? Yeah, it's just fraught with crap, I reckon. Yeah. 
Give me an assist on it. You want your assist? Okay, yeah, I always forget to mention this at the top, but you can use an assist. That you, I'll tell you the top yeah. three actors in it. All right, you can use your assist today. Eni Hariono, Barry Prima, and Johan Marador. Mar- no idea who they are. I'm <laughs> no. it's going to be shit. None of them have shite. pictures. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be shite. All right, you ready? Yep. It is... Shite. Shite. Oh, yeah, it's a three point five. This one is called Savage Terror. Oh, Original God. title is Primitive. Uh, so I imagine this is probably an international film. Um, it doesn't have uh, oh yeah, Indonesian film. Oh, that's just, don't hear too many Indonesian no. films. It was filmed in the rainforest of Indonesia. There you go. Um, yeah, just yeah, yeah just Savage just Terror. Just this shit. one was made uh, in 1980, <sighs> and it's uh, yeah, 3.5. Just sound sounded yeah. like crap terrible. right off the bat. Terrible, terrible. Well, there you go. Uh, if you have any charter rights you want to send in, you can send them to DaveLeePod at gmail.com and uh, we will add them to the pile and we'll continue to read them out. Thanks, everyone, who's sent them in and been read out this week. Uh, look forward to doing another one next week. Actually, by the way, this was our 19th edition of Shider All Right this 19. week. 19. Yes. Yeah, so next week is edition 20. Wow. We would have done more if we – there was a few weeks, you know, we took some we took some breaks off Shider All Right. Yeah, this, we did the – Fantails thing. Fantails one. Yeah, we're told never to do it again because you could hear us chewing all the way through the podcast. Oh, that was only the Woodbridge manager though. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> we do want to come up with some more games so we can mix up the variety of it a little bit. But um, if you have any game ideas, send uh, send in to davelypod at gmail.com. Actually, Pete Simos, our yep. friend Pete Simos, he, he suggested a game where we use our watch list on – um, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were going to talk about this last week. We yeah, forgot. I forgot. Yeah, yeah and we um, randomize it so it gives us like a ra- like randomly s- randomizes all the movies, and then we have to watch like the top one that week, and then review it the week after. Yeah, we're going to do that. So we'll sort that out. Maybe next week we might start on it. Yeah, because uh, we got to figure out how to do it. Because I know you can do it. We went through this last week. You can do it with your watch list. But the way I've set up our list for the watch, the stuff we need to watch in the evenings is not a watch list. It's just a list. Right. And there's less stuff you can do with just a list. Right. I have to sort it out. Anyway, but we'll figure that out and we will do that. But anyway, thanks everybody uh, for this edition of... All right, all right, all right. Fantastic. Don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus you Christ. Dick. Let's get on to the next segment. <laughs> Trailer trash. Should actually add to that. Yeah. That sting mm-hmm. of it being thrown into a bin. That is it going into a bin at the end, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, listen. Know. That's the trailer. A comedy, comedy music, and then gets dumped. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. I thought, you know, closing the lid on a... Maybe a little metal sound effect. Yeah. Just like, that's landed in the bin. Mm. Yeah, I might do that. We'll fix that for next week. But anyway, it's Trailer Trash. We've got two trailers to look at this week, and who knows? They might be trash. They might not be trash. We just like the name. Uh, but first up, we're going to take a look at the brand new trailer for you've got to probably think this is trash. <laughs> Bond, Good chance. Bond, uh, Bond twenty five, no time to die. This is the final Bond. The and that's final that's because I'm not I'm not much of a Bond, not a Bond fan. fan. Not really. I have I've an, seen some that I really like, but I'm general. an on and I'm like uh, I have a love 
love hate relationship. I like, I don't like a majority of them. Um, I don't like the Pierce Brosnan ones. I don't really like the Timothy Dalton ones. I love the Sean Connery ones, the Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved half of the uh, Daniel Craig ones. I feel like every second one has been good. Yeah. Casino Royale. A couple of those ones are just Casino Royale was great. Quantum of Solace, I hated. Um, Skyfall, I loved. You saw that with me at the cinema. You Skyfall was good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Spectre, hated it. What was the first one he did? Casino Royale. Oh, yeah. Really? That's great. Nah. Really good one. People love it. Uh, I didn't enjoy it's like that. one of the best. Great. No. Casino Royale, Skyfall, and then the ones in between have been shit. So hopefully if it's um, if it evens itself out, this new one should be really good. <laughs> but I don't have much no, hope, hope following that last one. Um, I took uh, Alicia to see uh, right. Spectre and we're over in the UK. Yeah. She hates James Bond, yeah. hates it, but went with me. And by the end of it, she's like, I'm never, ever Watching another James Bond movie <laughs> with you ever again. Don't even try. It's cra- I even I was like, yes, yeah, so, sorry, that was absolute shit. So anyway, Bond 25, no time to die. There have been rumours that it's going to get delayed. It's certainly been delayed here in Australia until November 11th. Um, but it's still apparently set for September 30 in the UK and October 8 in the USA. All the premieres have been planned and apparently going ahead. This brand new trailer seems to indicate that the date hasn't changed as of yet, fingers crossed. Let's check it out. This is the final. This is like maybe the third trailer, fourth trailer for the movie because it's been delayed so many times. But anyway, this is the final trailer for Bond 25, No Time to Die. It's the final one that Daniel Craig is doing. Let's have a look. James. Fate draws us back together. Now your enemy is my enemy. How did that happen? Well, you live long enough. She still loves you. Did you know that? What is it? You don't know what this is. Is she one of them? I don't know her at all. Bond 25. <laughs> Bond 25, no time to die. Plenty of time for delays, though. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's made that joke. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. No, I'm the same. It's very dis- – I don't know what's happening. I don't yeah. know what they're doing. It I don't know what the aim no is. hint about what's no. going on. I don't think they've revealed the plot or anything. They're trying to keep it very secretive, so it's just very well, much – Well, succeeded there. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> No, um, it doesn't know. sell me on it. A lot of action and yeah. you know, the explosions and shit, they all look good, but yeah. they look pretty disjointed. Maybe that's what they've meant well, probably. to look at this point in time. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sold on it yet. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't excite me. No. It doesn't get me a little firm and want to go see <laughs> No, right. That's for sure. Um, well, I'll obviously see it because I'm this far deep, yeah. not only into the Craig trilogy, I'll but all of the... It, but Craig films by this point. Um, I've seen all other 24 Bond movies. I gotta, but I won't be paying for it. Oh no, hopefully, we get a screening for it. Well, even <laughs> even the Blu ray, I won't be buying the Blu ray or anything. Of it. Well, I'll have to do that. I'm gonna buy the uh 4K box set of the Craig films. I'm sure they'll do like a, a collection. I've worked out what I don't like about Daniel Craig. What's that? And it doesn't matter what he's in, <laughs> yeah, he has permanently got the bloody 
serious duck face look or the Zoolander <laughs> blue steel look on his yeah. face the whole time. Yeah, yeah. He's true. expressionless. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, he just, oh. And he puts this walk on like he's, like he's. A swagger. You know, you know, like he's as big as bloody, <laughs> you know. The Rock. Yeah, The Rock or, or um, Chris Hemsworth or something, you right, know. yeah. And he's, he's just a little quite. weed of a bloke. <laughs> Well, he's not a weed, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. Like, he's just got permanently got that blue yeah. steel look on his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck me. He's a bit much. Uh, Christoph Waltz is in this one. From memory, he was in the last one, but I can't remember it that well. Big cast. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not quite sold on it, but I will see it and we'll uh, give I'm it not the benefit a huge of the doubt. Malik fan I don't like him at all, Rami Malik. He's what do they just, call him? I think you call him Simon. I'm not sure. <laughs> Sal- no, Sally Malik. Sally. <laughs> oh, Rami. Rami. Yeah. I don't like him. I really. I'm not, I'm it's not just a, something about him fan. I don't like as well. I'm not much of a fan. I think it's that same thing. He's just got that weird expression on his face. Oh, I, think it, I think it was that bloody. At the Queen. The Queen. I, thing. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. It didn't. Oh, man. That was the worst. No, that, was, that was terrible. I think he was in the last Bond as well. It was just well. him impersonating somebody. That's all that was. That was terrible. And then he won the fucking Oscar for it. What the hell's going on there? Anyway, <laughs> that's the next thing. There's a lot of people out there that loved it, and we just didn't. Exactly right. Um, we're going to take a look at another trailer here. It's for a film called Red Notice. This is a film that hits Netflix on November 11th. It stars Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. <laughs> Reynolds. The Rock. How's that spelled? R-E-N-A. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, and Gal Gadot. Mm. Gal Gadot. Um, I won't read the synopsis yet because the synop- the trailer might give that away, but let's have a look. It's called Red Notice. I call him. First trailer. Yeah, me too. It's just dropped. So let's have a look. Special Agent John Hartley, FBI. Now that you've been tagged with Red Notices, you've become the world's most wanted criminals. And I'm the only one who can bring you in. Looking for something specific or just browsing? You're under arrest. Oh my god. Read the room. Girls will keep the secret. You wanna arrest me? So boys make a noise. Arrest me. I just want the egg. Yeah. you heard about me? I'm going to enjoy that. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's the first time I've watched that. That's awesome. I feel like I've seen the whole movie, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited have. for it. Have, but yeah, like all three of them. Yep. And I love Ryan Reynolds' yep. comedic timing. Yep. And uh, the big big fella, big Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne, my mm. pal. Tweet, a little tweet. Yeah, that's little right. tweet uh, yeah. session with him. Yeah. <laughs> no, that looks okay. Yeah, it looks very good. That's got a 6.5 to 7 written all over it. Maybe I think so. more than 7. Yeah, Gal Gadot, of course, you didn't mention. She's great. Oh, yeah. Soft spot for her because she was my oh, first, like, yeah. major, um, <laughs> in my first major interview yeah. <laughs> uh, with a large star, even though yep. I couldn't post it. <laughs> post them <laughs> exactly. to the proof. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, no, I'm very excited for that. It looks very good. Netflix, now this is one that's been built specifically for Netflix. It's not one that they acquired. Mm. Uh, Netflix have realised that um, if they put a bit of money into these action movies, they do well. Uh, yeah. uh, they did that one with Chris uh, Hemsworth, Extraction, which was like their first, like biggest number one debut of all time or some shit. Uh, they did that one with Charlize Theron, The Old Guard. 
Mm-hmm. They're doing a sequel to that where she had the team up of all the yep. like female assassins and shit. They're doing a sequel, and then this one here, uh, I think it's going to do pretty well too. It looks, it looks very good. good. Doesn't look like a Netflix movie. That looks like something you go to cinemas and see. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. No, it looks looks all right. Yeah, so I'm excited. <laughs> What's that? November 11. Yeah, November 11. So a couple of months. Look forward to that. One. That'll be a day one for us, I reckon, or at least weekend number one. Yeah, check that one out. Yeah, very awesome. excited. Well, there you go. Um, at that, uh, that's this week's trailer trash. But now it's time for. What's that? Huh? What is it? What's that? I think. Oh, uh, yes. Breaking news. It's not really breaking. It's no. the news that's been out there for like a week or so. But <laughs> let's well, take a look. Today's Monday. And- yeah. I feel like a fucking broken record, man. But <laughs> we got more delays. Let's quickly run through this, right? We've got uh, Top Gun Maverick. I don't know what a broken record sounds like, but you can't play a broken record. You probably could play the bit that's not broken, and it's, it plays the music, and they guess the you bit. Just, <coughs> like, yeah. yeah, maybe. But a broken record, <laughs> but it doesn't. wouldn't that infer that you're going around in circles? So a broken record is maybe one of those records that goes... Yeah, back to the... Sl- it gets yeah, stuck yeah. on yeah. the groove. Yep. So it just repeats the same thing over and over again. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yep. yep. that's yep. exactly what it means. But there you go. <laughs> you say broken record, you think I'm broken? Broken half record. Okay, so uh, of course, Top Gun Maverick has been fucking delayed again. Uh, moves from November <laughs> nineteen this year to May twenty seven, twenty twenty two. Jump forward six months. Jesus. Um, I took a screenshot. I was going to write this into the script. I completely forgot. Let me see if we can find the screenshot again. Uh, just yesterday, when this was first announced. Um, fuck. Thursday. Well, yeah, Thursday when this was announced. These are all the release dates that this movie has had so far. July 12, 2019. Um, and then for some reason they must have just delayed it a year to June 26, 2020. And now this is where the COVID starts taking yep. effect. June 24, 2020. Oh, yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, we can move it up a bit. And then they're like, no, we can't. December 23, 2020. July 2, 2021, November 19, 2021, and now May 27, 2022. So that is uh, seven release dates this movie's had. Um, Wouldn't have wanted to be an investor in it. No. That's for sure. No, certainly not. Um, Talking of of investors, obviously Tom Cruise would be a massive investor in this movie. Uh, His other tentpole movie of – or his tentpole movie of 2022 – which was supposed to open on May 27, which is the day that Top Gun is now taking, is now moving to September 30, 2022. That's four months down the line. It's Mission Impossible. Yeah, MI7. Of course. Oh, my gosh. Um, another move, these are, of course, Paramount films. Paramount has also moved Jackass Forever. This is the fourth Jackass film. No. Uh, that moves. No, no loss. <laughs> that moves from October 22, 2021. To Feb 4, 2022, that's four months. I think sell it off to Netflix or something. Mm. Who's going to go, really, who is going to a cinema to watch Jackass? Della. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw Jackass. I probably saw all three of the movies in cinemas. Because he loved, he loved the Jackass, so did didn't I, Yeah, we loved it. We loved Jackass. But that was when we were like fucking 12 years old. And you did down the, down the hill and everything on the... Yeah, we made our own version of Jackass. I rolled him down the stairs, and don't try this at home. No. I put him, I, I put him in a uh, in a um, 
uh, what do you call it? A be a sleeping bag, oh, and then put him on a skateboard and rolled him down the stairs. <laughs> Why did um, I not know this? I, well, we erased the footage <laughs> after it happened. We we're like, yeah, we probably shouldn't. We should probably delete this footage. You might get in trouble. Oh, and then, God. yeah, I'm sure I pushed him down the hill on a bike or some or a skateboard or scooter or something. Did some stupid <laughs> shit. Anyway, don't try this at home, kids. The evidence I don't believe uh, exists anymore. Oh, we went knick-knocking next door as well as part of it, and, and he came out. He was, like, throwing stuff at us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think maybe that was the point where we were like, yeah, we should probably delete this footage. Oh, <laughs> uh, so don't try it at home. But, yeah, I, I, we, we would have seen the first – we saw all three movies in cinemas, um, but it's not something I would drag myself to a cinema to see oh, now. No, no way. Uh, so um, dr- dump it on Netflix or Amazon or something. Whoever wants to pay for it, I reckon. Or, or Paramount Plus. Put it on mm. Paramount Plus. For Is free. it still all the old same crew? Or? Uh, it's all of the surviving members except for Bam. Oh, now, okay. I believe... So we Men, let's see. I think so, yeah. Um, but Bam has had a lot of um, substance abuse problems, uh, health issues, mental health issues, all that kind of stuff. So they made him sign like a waiver that was like he had to promise that he wasn't on substances and stuff during the filming of the movie. Something happened. I'm not too sure the whole details of it, but they found him to have broken the 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 thing that he'd signed and they kicked him off the production. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's everyone other than... Um, uh, it's all the surviving members other than Bam... I'm not sure about Steve-O. I don't know if Steve-O went back. Yeah, Steve-O's there. Steve-O's good, there, yeah. Good, good, good. Oh, Johnny Knoxville's there too. Yeah. Chris um, Pontius. Yeah. Party boy. Spike Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a lot of stuff with them. Oh, Rob Dudek too. Yeah, he did heaps of stuff with them as didn't well. I didn't know he was involved. Yeah, they yeah. kind of came in because they were all involved in that kind of um, – skater culture and all that oh, kind of yeah, stuff yeah. and BMXs and Tony Hawk did a lot Tony, of stuff yeah. with them. Tony oh, there you go. He's Tony in Hawk's it. there. Uh, so they would occasionally pop in and just do random shit or would just stand in the background and laugh yeah. uh, because Jackass, they were part of like an underground sort of magazine oh, that okay. like the skaters and the bikes yeah. and stuff were like into and you know how they those skater magazines made like DVDs and stuff right. that you could buy it like the, yep. s- the surf shops, the skate yeah, yeah, shops. yeah. 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 Um, and that's how Jackass kind of started through that. Mm. So they were involved with all those guys. Um, and, yeah, so Jackass 4, it's one something that I'm looking forward to, but it's been pushed. Mm. So uh, Wee Man's here. Yeah. Love Wee Man. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, Jackass, Mission Impossible 7, Top Gun Maverick, all moved. People are starting to question whether Bond really is coming out when they're saying it is. I wouldn't be surprised if it did get delayed again. But in response to this, Sony has moved Ghostbusters Afterlife from November 11 into Top Gun's November 19 spot. So they've gone, oh, yeah, because Paramount is Top Gun. Mm-hmm. And Sony's gone, oh, nice prime spot we can steal. So they've taken November 19 now. Why is, no, why is that weekend? Uh... I guess because it's closer to Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, so, yep, there you go. Um, and unfortunately, Sony Australia has moved Ghostbusters into January for us. No, oh, well. January 1, 2022. I'm not going to stress over that one. No, not really. It's probably going to be shot anyway. Uh, and Venom, they've moved Venom into November 25, 2021. They can move that back further if they like. Yeah, to. I agree. I think it's open. That. I think it was supposed to come out in October. I can't remember, but they've moved that. Good news, though. 
Spider-Man Far From Home, sorry. No Way Home. No Way Home <laughs> has been moved up to a couple of weeks Woo! by 10 days. It was supposed to open here on Boxing Day, December 26th, but they moved it up to December 16, mm. which is in line with the international release. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was out of, out of line. Out of whack. And we were like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. And now we're going to have to wait a week and a half. There'll be spoilers everywhere. Mm. Uh, but now we're in line, which is nice. Um, but there are also rumours that the film is getting delayed completely anyway. <laughs> There's rumours that it could be moving into March. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, big rumour is it could be moving into March next year and taking the release slot of Doctor Strange into the, in the Multiverse of Madness, which could indicate they're going to push the entire Marvel slate again. Mm. Um, I think it's going to ride on the back of Shang-Chi and see how, how Shang-Chi performs. Um, probably not very well, mm. box office-wise anyway, only because of pandemic times yep, and yep. Black Widow didn't perform well and whatever else. Um, I don't know. We're going to have to see how it goes this weekend. Uh, we won't be partaking in the box office of that movie, unfortunately. Nope. Um, but uh, but there you go. Um, here's just a few kind of movie announcements and stuff that have been announced. Uh, Jungle Cruise 2 is getting a sequel. Officially announced. Sorry, Jungle Cruise is getting a sequel. Jungle yeah, Cruise 2. That's all right. Uh, obviously, they're trying to make this the next pirate, so we're going to see a number of sequels oh, probably. Okay. Um, Where can they take it, though? Oh, you could do all kinds of little stories, all different little things they have to, all different little um, uh, jaunts they can go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different little um, mysteries and stuff involving mm. all different kinds of uh, creatures. And I, reckon, I reckon they'll wear it pretty thin pretty quick. Oh, they do with pirates in about four yeah. films. Yeah, so. Uh, I reckon two films will do it for this. I reckon you'll push three, but I don't know. Oh, do that and you risk it. Spoiling the whole thing. They're going to try and make it in the franchise. It was key. This is why Ooh. they pushed this movie so far. They just kept pushing and pushing because they knew it was going to be big and they knew they, it's franchise potential. Mm. Anyway, it's crossed $100 million at the US box office this last week, which is pretty good considering it's pandemic times. Yeah. Um, and they've obviously gone, well, if we open this in non-pandemic times, this would have been almost a billion-dollar hit. <gasps> yep. Oh, pardon me, probably. So they've gone, yeah, give it another one. <gasps> oh, pardon me, hiccups. By the time that's out. Hopefully the world's fixed itself and the second one will be a hit. Mm. So anyway, uh, can, only, can only hope. Dwayne Johnson's back for that. Emily Blunt's back for that, um, as is director Juan Colette Sarah. We've got another movie coming from Disney, The Rocketeer. Um, they're rebooting The Rocketeer. David Oyelowo and uh, his wife, Jessica Oyelowo, uh, they're set to produce a reboot of the 1991 action-adventure flick The Rocketeer. It's going to be called The Return of the Rocketeer. Potential for uh, apparently potential for Oyelowo or to take the title role. Do you remember the Rocketeer? Have you seen yeah, the Rocketeer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I like it. It's a good one, but it's one that is fairly unknown. Mm. It's a bit of another one of those like kind of cult ones that has only really picked up um, sort of a fan base maybe more recent years. Yeah. This one that was released under Touchstone. So Touchstone was the banner Disney would make. Either they're more mature adult-focused films or movies they didn't think would perform that well. Mm. Stuff that they wanted to kind of distance from the Disney brand uh, back in the 80s, the 90s. But in more recent years, they've started branding it as a Disney film as it's picked up more of a Disney... Oh, as it's picked up more of a fan base. And Disney kind of pushes the envelope with like PG-13 stuff now, like Pirates and Jungle Cruise and whatever. So it's more something that they can brand as Disney. Same thing they did with Roger Rabbit. That was never a Disney movie initially. Um, 
Uh, so it's had that kind of cult resurgence. There's a kids animated series on Disney Plus. Oh, sorry, on Disney Junior, which looks pretty shit. But um, yeah, so they're going to do a they're going to do a second one, The Return of the Rocketeer. Um, it's based on a 1980s comic book series, and it kind of uh, plays homage to the serials of the 30s and 40s, kind of yeah. in the way that Star Wars. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark did. Flash Gordon kind of thing. Set in the 1940s, very Art Deco sort of design. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it, though. Mm. There you go. Um, I'm not going to... No. Uh, be like uh, an kind of an Iron Man sort of thing, 1940s Iron Man. Uh, it's something you like. I think you like maybe, it. Maybe. I like the original The original movie. one was okay. Yeah. Not a huge fan of it. But I think it'll be good. Maybe. Anyway, another film that's been announced, Expendables 4. Oh, God. Yeah, another Expendables is in the works. We've got Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, Randy Couture, and Sylvester Stallone have returned. None of the other, like, 20, 30 other action stars that were no. in the last one. Schwarzenegger. Uh, no, Schwarzenegger, no. Mm. Um, so just those four, and they're being joined by 50 Cent, mm. <laughs> uh, Megan Fox, and Tony Jaa. Uh, it's going to be directed by Scott Waugh, who directed Need for Speed. Why do they have to go back to that? Well, don't know because the first one was okay. I liked the first one. Didn't watch any of the others. Mm. Yeah, there you go. It's typical. I just get sh- more and more crap. As yeah. Uh, here's another big one. It's called Megalopolis. 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 Yeah, this is Francis Ford Coppola. FFC, Ooh. Francis Ford Coppola. This is a film. Uh, it's potentially going to star Oscar Isaac and Forrest Whitaker. Uh, it's a movie that he wrote in the 1980s but kept sidelining it uh, for other reasons. He kept getting distracted by other projects. Uh, he decided to finally start shooting it in 2000, so 20 years after he'd written the script. Uh, and uh, they started shooting second unit on it. and uh, So they were shooting in uh, New York, Manhattan, yep. and then September 11 happened. So they he canned it. Uh, and now 20 years later, he's picking it up again. This is his passion project. He's wanted to make it his whole life. Uh, it's also set to star, apparently, Zendaya, Kate, Kate Blanchett, Michelle Pfeiffer, Jessica Lange. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, said Kahn. that one. James Kahn. And, uh, and who else did I say before? Forrest Whitaker. Mm. He's 82 years old now, Francis Ford Coppola. He just sold off a pretty substantial portion of his vineyard or his holdings involved in his vineyard. Mm. Um, and he's saying the studios don't really want to touch this because they're more into making the big Marvel movies and the big blockbusters. Um, and if push comes to shove, he's going to fund it himself. And he insists it's probably going to take at least $100 million to make this film. Ooh, my God. Uh, 100 to 100 and, what do you say, 100 to 120 million or 112 million or something like that. Out of your own pocket, that's a lot he of money. Says, uh, he says it's become like a religious war. In that it's not about anything logical. I think the big news here is I am still the same as I was 20 years ago or 40 years ago. I'm still willing willing to do the dream picture even if I have to put up my own money and I'm capable of putting up $100 million if I have to here. I don't want to, but I will do it if I have to. He famously did this with Apocalypse Now. Oh, did he? Yeah, that was had a hell of a production and... Um, Went well over budget, well over schedule. Martin Sheen had a heart attack while they were filming. 
Um, and they had to like postpone some shit and go back. And to finish the movie, he had to raise more money. And the banks were like, we're not giving you any more money for this project. He mortgaged his house to pay for Apocalypse Now. And because no studio was interested in the movie, he got to retain the original negative for the film. Mm. And he's bled that thing to death Good over the last like 40 years or whatever it's been and has made the money back. Take, that, sure take money that, back. that sort of risk and put exactly that sort of right. money up. You're in just... Deserve to. Yep, so now he's saying, I was the same as I was back then. If i got to put up $100 million of my own money, I'll fucking do it. This is his dream project. Um, it, it's hard to tell what it's about. He says it's um, uh, everyone wants to make the next Marvel movie. No one wants to make a picture that really talks to young people in a hopeful way that we are in a position to get together and solve any problem thrown at us. This is what I believe, and it is what the theme of the picture really is. Utopia is talking about how we can make the society we live in solve these problems. I believe it's an exciting change from the kinds of movies we're being offered uh, to the public, mainly because it puts forward a fundamental message that it's time for us to consider that the society we live in isn't the only alternative available to us and that Utopia isn't so much a little experimental place in the country. Utopia is a discussion of people asking the right questions on the society we're living in is the only alternative or if the sake of the... I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) There's no wonder a studio doesn't want to touch this. I I don't know what he's... I'm not quite sure what he's on about there, but the concept of the film is a Roman epic in the traditional Cecil B. DeMille or Ben Hur way, but as told as a modern counterpart for a modern counterpart focusing on America. I don't get what it's about. Sounds a bit convoluted to me. Uh, very pretentious. Just a little bit. Good on him. Put up your money, make your movie. I yep. reckon Francis yep. Ford, he's earned his right to. If he wants exactly to do it right. 80 years old, yep. fucking good on him and we will watch it. And I'm sure $100 million is not going to send him broke. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's got a little bit more than I'm that. I'm sure he probably has. Uh, it's a bit different to when he was like maybe 30, 40 years old making Apocalypse Now and he was probably didn't have a lot of money, had to mortgage his house. Yeah, well, good on him for doing that because it's yeah. one of my favourite films. Uh-huh. Let's put some water there. So, yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> interested to find out about that. I understand why a studio probably doesn't want to touch it, but I'm keen. Keen to see it. Well, <laughs> and if we can pull it together, good on He's made on some great stuff, so... Yep. So why not? There you go. Okay, a couple of movies that are headed to Apple TV quickly before we round things out because we're coming up to time today. Um, oh, sorry, that, that $100 million. Yeah. He's only got a net worth uh, at about $3.6 billion. Really? Jesus. That's what it says. As well, of, it, as of the, this is um, Forbes. Yeah. Forbes this year, the magazine has him pegged at $3.6 billion. Christ. So $100 million pocket money. It's well, they're trying, to say, oh, they're trying to say, oh, he's sold off a portion of his vineyard holding so he can pay for the movie now. Well, well maybe. Maybe <laughs> that's why he's done it. Well, it's the same. But does, if you got 3.6... He doesn't want to tip into his savings. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> his superannuation. <laughs> anyway, um, Apple TV has got a couple of good movies coming to us very soon. They're really, really uh, investing in these high-profile movies with high-profile actors at the moment. Mm-hmm. There's one coming out called Ghosted, which stars Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. Um, of course, Captain America, Steve Rogers, yep. and uh, Black Widow, Natasha Romanov teaming up again. Uh, it's for it's by it's, it's from director Dexter Fletcher, who directed Rocket Man. Uh, he mm-hmm. directed um, Eddie, the Eagle. Eddie the Eagle. He also directed portions of Bohemian Rhapsody. After Ooh. Brian Singer, for some reason, I don't know if he's kicked off the project or something happened, but. Um, uh, 
anyway, Dexter Fletcher came in and finished it off. Uh, it's written by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who are the scribes behind Deadpool and Zombieland. It's described as a high-concept romantic action adventure in the vein of Romancing the Stone. Mm. It'll be right. It'll be right. Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. A bit of fun. Yeah. Action, comedy, romance. I think they both know how to pick a script. Yeah, I think so. Um, Done some great stuff that'd recently. Be interesting. That'd yeah. be interesting. Uh, we've also got one called Raymond and Ray, coming from Apple TV+. Ewan McGregor and Ethan Hawke are set to star. Um, it's about half-brothers Raymond and Ray, who have lived in the shadow of their terrible father. Somehow they retain a sense of humour, and his funeral, funeral allows them to reinvent themselves with anger, pain, folly, and definitely grave digging. It's going to be written and directed mm. by Rodrigo Garcia. Mostly done television stuff. He did one for HBO called In Treatment. Wrote, directed, developed it. Apparently it's very good. Uh, it's about, I can't remember who started in that. I think it was Gabriel Byrne as a psychiatrist. And I think they aired four episodes a week or five episodes a week. And each episode was a different patient. Yeah. So you could either watch all five episodes and get this whole story of this psychiatrist talking to his mm-hmm. five patients, or you could just watch each individual person. So oh, you could just okay. go, oh, I'm just going to watch the Wednesday night episode with Bob. I'm going to watch the Bob storyline. Oh. They're like these five storylines going at once. You could either just pick which storyline you oh, wanted to watch or watch the whole thing or, yeah. Oh, so apparently it's very cool. I think, they've, I think they've just rebooted that actually for HBO Max. Oh. I think it's a female-led thing now. I can't remember who the actress is that's in it though. But, mm. yeah, it's something that I've always I've been really interested to have a look at. Uh, but there you go. So those two movies are coming to Apple TV Plus soon. That one sounds okay. Yeah, it was all right. You and McGregor and Ethan, mm. I like Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Quite underrated, I reckon. Ethan yeah. Hawke uh, is is going to be in the new Moon Knight, which is another Marvel series for Disney Plus mm-hmm. with Oscar Isaac. Uh, yeah. Ethan Hawke has said many times he's not interested in superhero stuff, mm. has no interest Apparently, Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac live in the same neighbourhood and they bumped into each other at the coffee shop one day and they're just talking, oh, what are you up to, whatever. And um, uh, Oscar Isaac was like, I'm doing Moon Knight for Disney. Do you want to be in it? He's like, yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) But didn't know what it was probably. Well, no, apparently he knew, but he just wanted to work with with, um, Oscar Isaac. They just wanted to work together. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Why not? (laughs) So that looks pretty cool. So they're shooting that at the moment. Mm. Very keen to see that one. Um, all right. I uh, don't really have too many subscriber questions. We'll just do a couple because we're running late uh, today. So Yeah, all right, cool. Okay, so first one comes from Faith and Misery. Yeah. What do you think of the upcoming 4K, 4K Criterion release? For, oh, fuck. Yeah. What do you think of the upcoming 4K Criterion release of Citizen Kane and Menace to Society? Mm. Criterion Collection, one of the boutique labels I collect, quite expensive. The cheapest I can get them for is about $30 each. They finally die. Yeah, they usually be like 45 Maybe sometimes I can get them for like maybe, what is it, like two for four? Maybe two for, maybe I pay like maybe $25, $30 for them. Um, they're usually like $40, $50. Um, they've just finally jumped into 4K. A couple of the first two titles that they're going to put in in 4K is Citizen Kane, uh, Menace to Society and um, Holland Drive. Pretty cool. I'm excited to see. It's always good to see more 4K in the market, but get a lot of the prices. Yeah. Um, because it's a Criterion collection. They can charge whatever the fuck they want. Exactly. My Holland Drive is going to be about $90 Australian. 
Um, really? Yeah, you can't buy them here. You got to import them. But given the um, exchange rates, right. it's about ninety five dollars for that one. <sighs> Citizen Kane. Now, let me double check on this. But the Citizen Kane is like a massive box set. It's got like five or six discs. It's got a movie on 4K, Blu-ray, bunch of special features, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's in like a digipack, so nice cardboard packaging. It costs 114 Australian dollars. Oh, gee. Not even anything that exp- – look at the cover of it. It's just a plain black cover with a big K on it. Um, and it's literally just going to be like a digipack. It's not like a big box set. It's just like – Five or six discs, 4K, $114. I will not be doing that. No. No way. I thought, yeah, you know what, I might pick it up if it's like reasonably cheap, but there's no way I'm spending that much money on an individual movie. They're not going to sell that at that price. Oh, they will. Collectors will pay mad money. But I'd love to see Kane on 4K. Not a movie I love. I think it would look beautiful. I've got the Blu-ray. It looks beautiful, so I'm not in a rush. I think it's an overrated Um, film myself. Well, not really, if you watch it for what it is. Mm Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, very, uh, particularly for the time it was made, to give someone who was like 25 years old complete reign over a picture and what he established with it, it's uh, very, very good. Mm. But it's um, <laughs> you've got to look at it for the time that it was made in. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I, I appreciate the achievements of it. Um, but I won't be paying that. Like if Warner, it's a Warner Brothers film, so they've licensed it to Criterion. I reckon Warner Brothers will do their own like bare bones version at some point. Surely, I don't know. You'd think that I'd buy to. that. I buy the cheap version, not that. That's too much. No. Um, and um, unless they want to send one to you. Oh yeah, exactly. No, I can't <laughs> get those ones. Um, no. But um, Menace to Society. Don't really know anything about that movie. Um, I'd like to see Maholland Drive on 4K. That's a movie that has distribution by Studio Canal here in Australia, uh, who's under Sony Pictures. And a lot of the stuff that goes to Criterion overseas gets just a standard bare-bones Studio Canal release here, particularly under their Classics Remastered line. So if the, I think they'll just eventually end up releasing that no. here on 4K and I'll buy that. Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, I'm keen to see, but they're just too expensive to buy. I won't be buying Criterion 4Ks at that price. Mm, no, no way in the world. No way. Okay, next one. Mr. Josh yep. wants to know, with Marvel's What If being so popular right now, would you like to see Disney Plus make similar series from Star Wars or Disney Animation? What would be some cool scenarios to explore? Well, they're actually making one called, is it called Star Wars Visions? I think, yeah, it's a similar thing, but it's an anime. It's like a Star Wars anime. Star Wars anthology series that will see some of the world's best anime creators bring their talent to the beloved universe. It's like little one-shot stories. Each episode has a different animator. It looks pretty cool. So I feel like that's kind of the Star Wars equivalent there anyway. I'd love to see exploration of just all kinds of eras of Star Wars. Pre-prequels, between the prequels and the sequels, after the sequels. Mm. Um, or the originals, and, you know, I'd like to see them jump around. Disney one would be interesting, kind of a Disney anthology series, kind of like that game, Kingdom Hearts, where all the Disney characters sort of come together under, like, I don't don't really know, they go through all these different lands and all these different Disney characters, Mm -hmm. and they all team up and stuff. That'd be pretty cool to see as, like, a, uh, what do you call it, like an anthology series? I don't know, yeah. Uh, okay, next one. Yeah. Sherry Lawrence. Yep. I dreamt that if Margot Robbie were given the role that requires her to shave her entire head. <laughs> oh, God. That requires her to shave her entire head and, and kicking a lot of butt, 
I would love to see it happen. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't sound like that much of a concept to me. Well, but Margie would look pretty, pretty hot. She'd look great. With a ball. I think she'd look great, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Makes your mind wander, though. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> I don't know where that question come from, but I thought I'd throw that it's, one in there. Yeah, it's... Uh... Let me pitch you a movie. Pitching a movie to a studio. Margot Robbie is bald and kicking a lot of butt. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Ah, who knows? The only problem is Margot Ruby develops most of her own stuff these days. She does, yeah. So she'd have to be up for it. Yeah, exactly right. She'd be the one pitching it, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there you go. That's all the questions that we've got in this week. And at that, it is the end of the show. Thanks so much, everybody who's written in for the various segments, etc., etc. Thanks for listening. I'm going to go relax now. Um, the podcast, of course, goes out every single Monday on all the major podcasting platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Audible. The visual elements is also available on YouTube. That goes out two days earlier. That goes out on the same day, but it goes out two days earlier to patron supporters over at patreon.com forward slash Dave Down Under. You can go up, go over there and sign up for as little as a dollar a month. One dollar. One dollar. One. One. Of course, don't forget the video podcasts are on their own separate channel. So go over there, subscribe, watch, get all those stats up. You can find me on YouTube at David Lee Down Under, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Links in the bottom of every podcast. Uh, if you want to write in the show, you can shoot an email at Dave Lee to DaveLeePod at gmail.com. If you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. It helps. Just good ones. Just the good ones. Hate bad ones. Yes, the bad. Just the Say good it ones. all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. YouTube preview. Uh, last week, I loaded my Elmer Fudd Evolution. Uh, some cartoon news about the new Looney Tunes movie that's just been announced. Black Widow Blu-ray details video I did. Probably one of the very last ones of them I'm ever going to do. No one cares anymore. No. No one cares no. about Blu-rays. The biggest one, the biggest Blu-ray videos for me used to be the Disney ones, yeah. and now Disney Plus, everyone gets it for free. No one cares. Yeah. And those who do watch, the comments are flooded with, "I'm just going to watch it on Disney Plus for free. What do I want to buy it for?" Exactly. So there's no point in me really doing these anymore, unfortunately. Um, Cinderella, I reviewed the Camila Cabello film. Go and check out my review of that if you like. Um, there's also a new Blu-ray DVD haul update on there. Um, I've also just recently done a great co- uh, collaboration with Lydia from The Simpsons Theory uh, mm-hmm. on YouTube. I uh, did The Evolution of Duffman. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just did like a little voice part for her. I uh, had a lot of fun doing that, so go over and check that out. I'm going to get her to help me out on a video very soon. Oh, I've got to try and think of something. Uh, I'm not too sure what yet. It's got to be some Simpsons kind of thing, but I'll have her along um, for a video very, very soon. Uh, this week... I'm going to have my Elmer Fudd voice evolution is going to go up. And then after that, probably nothing substantial. Uh, the Fast 9 Blu-ray review and um, probably some cartoon news. But I'm going to, I really have to get on to the next evolution if I want it out by the end of the month because I haven't even started on it yet. And who is the next one? Should I say it? No. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm, I'm going to try and, I'll try and trick you up. Yeah, no. It's an, it's an evolution. It may not necessarily be a cartoon evolution. We might be diving back into the pop culture evolution. That's a little hint. Mm. Uh, we'll see. It's going to be a big risk. I know it. But we're going to give it a go. Anyway, that's it for now. Thanks, old mate Rick, for joining me again. Thanks, Dave. And thanks, everybody out there for Thanks listening. for listening. Yes. We'll see you on the next one. Take care and stay safe. And get vaxxed. Yes. With the jab. Take it easy, guys. Bye.